Lost her Song of my soul, my voice is dead. Die thou unsung as tears unshed, shall dry and die in lost Carcosa. Boy, hello and welcome to session six of Murmurs at the Abyss in Call of Cthulhu 7th edition. I am your keeper, Stu, and to my left. Hello, I'm Kimmy. I am playing Doris Daniels. I'm an adventurous, an explorer. Um, <laughs> yes. And uh, luckily I'm not very smart, so I've managed to stay pretty sane through all of this. Yeah, but you kick all the butts. <laughs> I so do. That's cool. <laughs> I do all the climbing and jumping and shooting, which is excellent. Uh, I am not quite as adventurous, but my name is Jim, and I play Isidore Holtzman, who is our resident archaeologist and anthropologist and professor, uh, and is losing an average of three sanity per second. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got... Eight or nine more sessions <laughs> yeah. before you're gone, like, for sure. It's like, this is only going 12 sessions, right? Because uh. <laughs> the math is not working out. <laughs> Backup characters. Oh, yeah. All of them. Uh, uh, I'm Kadave. I'm going to be playing uh, Dr. Edward J. Fallon, <coughs> the psychiatrist, who miraculously hasn't been losing a lot of sanity. Um, usually, like, I arrive just after the insanity-inducing event, and I rationalize it away. It's like, oh, it's just a dead body. <coughs> Come on. I'm just the fool that walks around the wrong corner every <laughs> single time. <laughs> Except for the, the whole tone. zombie exactly. people thing. Yes. That, that was the time that got a little rough. So, oh, yeah. yeah that zombies I frown on zombies. That's a doctor that makes well, sense. Well, really, like, you just... <coughs> you, you must have been mistaken. They weren't dead. right, and then that's that's the rationalization I'm using. And, to the, keep and then the going, drugs the kids these kids are on these days. Yeah, you brought up the experimental. No, there's this voodoo drug yeah. that they, that makes people look dead. PCP. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> sure. Well, either way, that's what I'm going with. I am Pooja, and I am playing Camilla Greenwald, a librarian who is also reading tomes of interest. <laughs> yeah. Insanity-inducing tomes of interest. <laughs> 8% in Cthulhu Mythos. Yay! <laughs> oh, yeah. We've got, we've got a couple people with, with yeah. uh, Cthulhu Mythos skill now, which is very exciting. I'm oh. thrilled. Oh, literally, I am. <laughs> okay. I'm just writing something down real quick. Okay. Um, so, in the last session, I have some fairly extensive notes from it. Does someone want to kind of do a little narrative thingy? Or would you like me to? I, I believe that the experience we had with your summation last time was somewhat lackluster in the fact that it was just a spew of facts. <laughs> That's, that, is exactly what I, that is exactly what I write down. But they are accurate okay. facts. They are accurate. Well, I could, read, I could read key pieces of my journal. There you go. Okay. Um, Isidore and I uh, visited a store called Morgan's Rare Books. Uh, Isidore is acquainted with the owner, David Morin, um, and he has a rather extensive occult section. And uh, 
while we were there, he we learned that he was in possession of one or one of Arthur Aiden Edwards' transcriptions of Thomas's Bath Pagan Prayer Books. The cover had the yellow sign on the front, and when we inquired, we found that uh, Mr. Morgan actually had another manuscript with the yellow sign on the cover. So while Isidore tackle, uh, tackled the uh, Thomas of Bath work, I tackled the manuscript of Omar Abkahil. And we both lost some sanity. Mm-hmm. And gained some Cthulhu mythos. Sweet. Uh, Omar Abkahil's book documented a dream that the author had while he was uh, while he was uh, like held prisoner by a cult chanting to the Yellow Wanderer of swimming in a lake and he sees a city in the distance and something is in the lake with him and then eventually pulls him under and then he wakes up. Uh, Those dreams actually mirror the dreams that Isidore has been having. In his cell when he was taken prisoner in Turkey Right? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, was covered in the ra- in ramblings of the previous occupant describing the city by the lake. Uh, meanwhile, while we were getting you know deep into the dream realm, <coughs> Doris and Edward visited the newspaper office, and Doris's contact told her they found the beekeeper's body in a well covered with strange symbols. We kind of talked about whether we were going to go to the old country to investigate further or stay in New York, and we decided to stay in New York to kind of exhaust our leads here before we fled the country um, with a law fast on our heels. Uh, so we we had one more name on our list that we had not accounted for yet, and that was Pierce Murray. Um, Murray abandoned his apartment about a month ago, and there were some photos he left behind, but they didn't contain anyone we recognized. Uh, Agent Hoover called us in and questioned our whereabouts last night. I gave him the party line about uh, asking people at the Sugarcane Club to confirm our alibi, and I refused to be fingerprinted because I know my damn rights. Yes. Doris and Edward went to the morgue that night uh, while Isidore and I waited at the ice cream parlor across the street. Uh, the body of the beekeeper had the yellow sign carved into it six times. Some of the incisions were punctures, uh, and he was hung over the water, not into the water of the well, like the body that we found at the river. Anyone have anything to add? Uh, when the, I yeah. investigated the body, the one of the carved signs decided to open its eye and wink at me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was too yeah. creeped out to write I, that part I down. apologize again. No, no, <laughs> it's totally fine. Because I didn't have to, like, attack the eye. Or that, pre- that feature yeah. brought to you by Strategicon. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I right. like that we can now call it the yellow sign also. Yes. I'm yes. excited, rather than the question mark genie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, technically, it's the Riddler in the bottle. <laughs> and I, I believe the session ended with a dream? And it was your two characters? This is sort of like the little narrative thing I did right at the very end of it. Am I in trouble remembering? The two of us? No. No, the, the two of us. The, the dreamed of the, the city by the yeah. lake. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you're driving in um, uh, uh, Dr. Friedman's car. Uh, it's early in the evening. There's a swarm of locusts. 
Oh yeah, now I remember. Okay. The locust begins swirling into something like a tornado, um, and then Edward complains that he can no longer drive safely because of bug guts on the windshield. So he pulls over. Uh, you get out of the car and see that the swarm of locusts have taken very briefly the shape of a hooded figure, and you both wake up screaming. Yeah. I remember that. <clears throat> so we're going to say we're going to say this is at like one a.m. on June first. That this waking up screaming thing happens. And action. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Wait, we're no. in New York City. Yeah. Shut up! <laughs> I said you think it's left. Okay. Bobby, people are trying That's to sleep. Phone. Well, we are in a separate hotel room. So are we? Are we? I am also screaming. Yeah. I just feel like maybe you know, people who wear headphones shouldn't have to listen to me scream. Yeah. He cued me. It was an. Your scream was a lot more controlled than mine would be. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to jump out of bed and I'm going to go like shake you and like, wake up, wait. Are are you all right, Camilla? No. No. I don't think any of us are all right anymore. It was just a dream. Don't worry about... Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, just take a breath. Breathe a bit. I'm going to bring you like a little cup of water like they have in the hotels. The locusts. The hooded figure... More, more of the more of the locusts. I, I, there were the locusts. We were driving. There was a, a tornado of locusts, and they became the hooded figure. It's just a dream, darling. Don't take deep breaths. Why don't we put something on? We'll go for a walk around the halls for a few minutes. We're here. We're in the middle of. New York City, we're in a hotel. You're all right. Okay. All right. A walk will probably do me. Do me well. Yes. So, so we put on clothes. <laughs> you know, outdoorsy kind of clothes. Yeah. Uh, I flip out, but I'm like sort of wrestling underneath the sheets. Almost as if I feel like trapped in them. I'm trying to claw my way out. It's sort of like this very frantic, uh, urgent sort of thing, almost as if it's reminiscent of somebody trying to swim to the surface when they're drowning underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, How loud was the screen? Like, was a full no, that was a full-on full on screen. All right. And uh, he is sort of um, still sort two, of yelling and sobbing. I wake up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like your odds, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I know how I sleep in real life, so yeah. There's still a chance I would have been like, "Oh, somebody's screaming." Uh, but uh, okay. <laughs> I'll I'll probably think like you're being attacked. Yeah. The way it looks, so yeah. I'm ripping sh- blankets and sheets. <laughs> so when, right? when you do that, I'm 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 kind of still sort of, and you see that he is drenched in sweat and tears. And he actually begins sort of like pushing you back and attacking you like you're trying to reach out. And he's literally terrified of you and, and trying to recoil and almost actually starts almost 
physically assaulting I'll, you. Uh, I'll kind of push back and get the lights on. It's all right. Look, look, doctor. Just start to look. He just sort of like starts assessing just where he's just at. Just breathe. Everything's all right. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Leave your mic on. That was worse than you. Soundboard. (laughs) Forever will it dominate your destiny. (laughs) That was worse than usual. I'm sorry. Are are you okay? I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Are you all right? I had a very vivid dream. Oh, my. We were... We were in your car. I was with you, actually. Mm. And there was a swarm of locusts. Um, You could no longer keep driving because there were so many, they were basically coating the windshield of the car. Oh, good Pull over. uh, And you mentioned that you could no longer move forward safely because you couldn't see. We were actually desperately trying to wipe things off of the windshield as we were going. There was some urgency to what was going on. Then we get out of the car, and the locusts begin to swirl and and swarm in a direction a little bit distant from us. And for an instant, the swarm took the form of this hooded apparition that seemed to gesture towards us. Uh, but it was it was as real as a, the conversation that I'm having with you right now. No, I understand. Perhaps even more vivid. It seems like a good rationalization type dream. The the events that we're experiencing are outside our control. We've gone on this wild ride through the countryside of upstate New York and Pennsylvania. We've encountered hordes of insects and a mysterious group behind it. I can understand. That, that could be terrifying, and the, the mind figures out ways to, to cope with these strange events. Doctor, I'm assuming that I can trust you, and that whatever we say here will be kept between us. Oh, uh, absolutely. I do not wish to be branded as a madman, but the feeling, the emotional stir that this dream brought about is not unfamiliar to me. As a matter of fact, I've had dreams fairly regularly since, well, since I woke up at the infirmary in Turkey of a vast lake, and I'm swimming in the middle of it for some reason. Hmm. And there's an odd city in the distance amongst some woods, and the geometry of this city I could not even begin to relate to you, It's other than saying that it's basically non-Euclidean. Um, and almost seemed to shift at the eye. Um, and it, suddenly I would feel something dragging me down into the water. I also sometimes hear, see flashes of seeing creatures, sometimes winged creatures, that match the proportions of the skull oh. that we discovered. I don't know whether that's... I'm just superimposing images on themselves in my memory. I'm not exactly sure. But it's jarring down to my very soul, almost as if there was 
a dark and sinister intelligence trying to force feed me information that my mind wishes to repel like oil off water <laughs> and the type of terror is um, equivalent to the dream I currently had although I've never had it before not to talk about these things because I'm afraid of how it would impact my career if it got around that I was some kind of kook who oh, had nightmares trust me about fantastic things the things people dream can be far beyond our waking mind uh, I've, I've had patients you, uh, you wouldn't even I. they haven't invented rules about patient privacy yet but I will follow them and not tell you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, about them, but the things that some people have have dealt with are, are uh, truly beyond measure. Uh, but it sounds to me like your brilliant mind is just trying to latch on to whatever it can from these strange events. I mean, strange people. That uh, have made themselves appear dead and have come after us in the rain. Uh, it's terrifying, and I understand. I, I'm sure I have something I can, can give you to help no. you get some sleep the rest of the no, night. I believe that sleep is an unwelcome partner this evening. I think I'll just maybe go downstairs and see if I can procure some coffee. Uh. I feel like at this point, like you hear a knock on your door. Like, oh please, uh, let me just let me compose myself. And he walks into the bathroom, and you see the water, and you hear the water running. I'll probably answer the door. I'm totally in the like stripy, long <laughs> pajama, pajama shirt, <laughs> little hat. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I'm sorry to to bother y'all. Well, you're. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, it's the middle of the night. Oh, I, I uh, indeed. Uh, I was awake, so fear not. I saw the light on under under the door, and I hoped I hoped as such. Uh, but I wanted to um, come and check on Isidore. Oh well, uh, he he's actually just getting himself freshened up a little. Uh, he'll be out in a moment. Uh, you're welcome to come in and wait, Doctor. We we have one of our companions. Or did you come too? Yeah. Oh, our, our companions have have joined us. I'll, I'll be right out. The door, yeah. and Let giving, me fetch my robe. Doris is giving uh, you the the eyes of like like when someone's like, "There's nothing wrong," but like smiling. <laughs> like, and whenever Camilla like looks at me, it's like, oh yeah, everything's fine. So when you uh. when you're like the last one through the door to their mm-hmm. room, and you hear like a scratching noise coming from down the hall behind you. Okay. Like. Like regular, like what kind of scratching? Does it sound like something we've heard before? And you can make a. Is it listen? There's a listen. I think isn't there a listen? I think there's a listen. I think it's all spot hidden, yo. No, yes. there's a listen. Well, there's a listen. listen. Oh, ooh, yeah. I don't listen very much. <laughs> nope. No. Oh, seriously. What'd you a get? She a got a forty. Oh. Um, you don't recognize the sound. But you're not imagining it. You, you okay. know that. I hear it, but I probably just don't. Like, clock okay. it. I'm like trying to give him the 
be cool, man. Eyes. <laughs> yeah. So. so Isidore comes out. He has his robe on over his pajamas, and he's has a piece of tissue that he's rubbing his glasses clean with. Uh, he's looking somewhat gaunt, and you can tell around his eyes that he just washed up, but he he's been crying. Yeah. <coughs> they do shut the door behind us, though. Okay. Not in like a weird, but like he came in. Yeah, a totally normal and not at all suspicious door closing. (laughs) Just close it casual. Um, (laughs) I think, well, ladies, uh, my apologies. I'm sorry if I disturbed you. I I had a bit of an incident. Did you have the dream as well? I'm puzzled by the word the dream, but I had a nightmare involving locusts and the And car. the hooded figure and... Basically his jaw drops and his eyes open wide when she says that. And he goes, indeed. I did as well. Um, hold on. Odd. I faint. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm a little emotionally <clears throat> clamp. I give myself an odd or even. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He just like goes uh, and just collapses to the floor. Yeah, collapses to the floor. Sorry, I'm not much of a faint catcher. Yeah, that's fine. Oh. Uh, Doris, do you catch the falling asleep? <laughs> I don't think I. No, I, I'm very athletic, but I don't think I'm that fast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was ready for you to faint. Uh, I will go to my bag though and get out some horrendous <laughs> smelling salts. <laughs> yeah. Did that on a dare once, never again. Never yeah. I <laughs> um, oh, like those ammonia capsules. Yeah. So Nearly bad. It brings out. people back from unconsciousness. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I come to relatively easily. Uh, I'm like. Uh, and he sort of takes a second to sort of reassess what's going on and sits himself up. Now and let's get you settled <coughs> in the chair. Actually, looks at Camilla and blushes. Very embarrassed. I'm so uh, sorry. I didn't mean to overwhelm you. It's it's fine, my dear. I'm sorry. It's it's been a very stressful time, and I was still recovering from what I saw. And I just my first thought was to, was to make sure that you were all right. I could ask you the same. I I have had nightmares like this before, and if this is a new experience to you, I could. I knew what it was like the first time I had it. It was altering. Yes. Yes, it's definitely not normal. But how does that happen, Doctor? How can two people have concurrent dreams? Well, we've all been through the, the same terrible experiences recently. The imagery... The, uh, you know, a hooded figure, a mysterious threat. It's not unusual. I, I can only say a dream like that must be triggered from the stress of our situation. I mean, we're dealing with possibly being on the wrong side of the law. We're dealing with people that know our moves before we make them. We're dealing with unusual occurrences that have killed people. None of us have signed up to be 
dashing policeman off to deal with murder and crime. That's not that's not what we're used to. I mean, I, I didn't even go fight in the Great War. I, I've never experienced this kind level of just shocking horror, really. Out of character. How did you get out of fighting at the Great War? I was in school. Mm. And I have a family with money. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> you trumped it. Um, oh. Too, too, too real. <laughs> um, and I'm like... And he goes over to the, the couch and he sits down and he sort of rubs his, uh, the bridge of his nose and he goes... We are all educated people. We are all been taught the process of thinking and seem to uh, sit firmly on the foundation of logic and what we know to be true. But also a basic element of the science which we hold so dear is that we cannot exclude any possibility in order to be able to look at things objectively. There is the idea that whatever we are dealing with is indeed beyond the scope of our reason and beyond our ability to rationalize. And the deeper we get into this, the more evident it becomes that there are forces at play here that do not play by the rules that we would normally establish to be true. I am now convinced, after this episode, that our intercedence in these situations has exposed us to something malevolent, sinister, and aware and unaware of us and our opposition to it. The gaze of that eye, frankly, withers me. And um, I'm questioning the level of commitment that I have towards this endeavor and the fact that perhaps I am not the best person, the best suited person to be able to deal with it. Well, it is the middle of the night. I'm not sure now is the best time to be making large decisions like that. We've had quite an emotional evening. I think perhaps the light of day, a bit of coffee, might put things, if you'll pardon the expression, in a different light. Um, outside of the fantastical portions of what we've been going through, as you mentioned, the legal aspect of our situation has me, uh, has made me extremely anxious. I am a person, I am a foreign national and of a race that is not common to this place. And although I have enjoyed the good graces of patrons and people that have been very kind to me, I do not believe that your government would think twice of ridding itself of me if they thought I was at all a uh, threat or a nuisance. So I'm also faced with the idea of losing everything that I know and hold dear on a practical level. 
one can see why would not one would not be able to sleep through all of these stresses. But the one thing I know is that I have survived this along with you due to your fellowship. And there has been there have been several times where all of you have contributed to my well being and I appreciate you greatly. And I, I I am so desperately afraid that my time here is limited that I wished to express that to all of you and my deep affection. Um, since this traumatic situation has brought us closer together. I will not say that I would not trade this experience, <laughs> but I wish that we would have had a similar experience under better circumstances. I think we can all agree with that. Yes, indeed. So uh, perhaps some coffee does sound very good to me. And, and Isidore, I do believe that you are stronger than you give yourself credit for. And more resilient. I appreciate your faith in me. Uh, but, uh, Is it, it is embarrassing enough to be a man to simply faint at an utterance of a word, but to do so in front of ladies is uh, even more vexing and frustrating and embarrassing, and my apologies to, for my reaction. He just looks don't, very Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> Never mention it again. Don't worry about it, Isidore. It's uh, just fine. Well, thank you. I've seen much stronger men do much worse. At the very least, I know I know what it is, and I know that I can address it that I am honest with you and myself. That is the best I can do at this point. That's more than most do. Let's compose ourselves. Let's get ourselves some, some, something to calm our nerves or to settle us. I do not believe that sleep will be joining me for the rest of the evening. Well, I think a city such as this will have somewhere that we can congregate. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna put like uh, a shirt and a jacket and some pants and um, okay. just get go. And even if the and and I'm wondering, does the hotel have 24-hour room service or is it? There's there uh, anything like that? <coughs> there's prob there's there's probably an all-night diner across the street. Yeah, that'll yeah. work. That'll work. Great. Some greasy, greasy eggs and some coffee sound really good. <laughs> <laughs> Get a very strong cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Are you? Is anyone else going with them? Yeah, I'll go. Mm-hmm. I, think I think we're all. Oh, you are going. Okay, all right, all right. So we'll go across the street. But I mean, yeah. it's. Oh, we don't open the door and face. No, no, just scratching. No, good, good. I was, I was really hoping so. So you get down to the lobby, and then, I mean, there's a, there's like one guy behind the counter there, of course. You go outside and you see the all-night diner across the street. So there's no traffic or anything, of course. Mm-hmm. Across the street, you all go inside. You go in last again, mm-hmm. and you hear, and it seems to be coming from an alley, like just down the sidewalk a little bit. I'm gonna roll um, natural wolf, I guess, okay. um, and see, like, can I identify? Does it sound like claws? Does it sound like okay? Is it like, what rats? does it sound like? Yeah. Nope. Oh, dang. Oh, it's the middle oh. of the night. <laughs> it's a 92. I don't give a shit about nothing. I just want some coffee. Okay. 
Doris, is everything all right? Uh, yeah. No, it's it's fine. Just weird noises in the night. Definitely need a, co- a good cup of joe. Well, you know what they say about New York City rats. Yeah. Uh-huh. As big as a small dog. Yeah, I saw I saw one dragging a slice of pizza the other day. <laughs> okay. So you go ahead and go inside and have some greasy eggs yeah. and biscuits and breakfast food. But actually, what I do to sort of cheer myself up is I start telling them stories about my childhood mm-hmm. uh, at the royal court in. in oh, Russia. okay. Uh, and how you know, like oh, and then you know, the, the czar actually noticed me and blah blah blah. You know, just sort of like trying to take myself back to a simpler sort of time where I was happier and more at peace and I'm just telling stories of that. And okay. You know, it, it, it's vaguely interesting. I would assume I'm not a great... Uh, Isidore's not a great storyteller. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think that he wants to keep his mind busy talking and I don't know how you guys react to that. He's just like going, well, back in the day, blah, 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 blah. Go ahead and recover a point of sanity for that. Oh, yeah. great. Thirteen mm. sessions. <laughs> Yay! It's going to bust up the average. Well, night One ain't over yet. <laughs> so as soon as he takes a breath, I'm going to start talking about my child. No. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I, you know, listen politely. Like it's inter- like stories about people's childhoods in foreign countries. Yeah. Despite being raised and educated like she was, Camilla's never been to a foreign country. And you know, and, and you bring that up, and he goes, "Well, it's all it's always been odd because you know my my com- my country, uh, my family ancestrally comes from uh, Germany, uh, where we're part of the Ashkenazi diaspora, and uh, my father, who was an educated man, uh, and married a woman of very similar to you in that she was an educated intellectual, wasn't didn't actually hold office at the university, but helped with research." She was a wonderful woman, and I miss her dearly. But uh, uh, I never felt like I actually nationally belonged in any one place. I always felt somewhat away and different. And I think that coming from a people that sort of don't have a home, I think that's sort of a universal truth for my for for my people in general. And that you never felt a place of belonging. I think that's one of the reasons why I got into archaeology because if you go far enough back, everybody comes from the same place, and I, I think I sought out that, that truth, and I, I think I still seek it. <sighs> These eggs are beautiful. <laughs> this rye toast is beautiful. There <laughs> is nothing like properly. Toasted toast so with with deliciously salted butter. So much butter. Kamala <laughs> has continued to butter her toast. <laughs> <laughs> Never tried excessive amount. It is delicious. Schmaltz. Chicken fat on toast. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Really, like I mean, I know that you, Isidore, I mean, obviously would not necessarily appreciate, but but. Nothing beats a good, like, you, is some strips of bacon, and then the eggs cooked in the bacon fat, and then the result poured upon your, on your toast in the morning. 
are, are we, we are very stringent and very uh, and as a matter of fact this meal itself might actually be a bit of a stretch we are very uh, conscious about what we take into our bodies and although all I can appreciate is the smell of bacon is extraordinary <laughs> <laughs> But if, if you haven't had a properly done pastrami, that's pretty good, too. I mean, you haven't lived until you've had a proper pastrami. Absolutely. <laughs> proper New York pastrami. Uh, or a knish. Or blintzes. Oh, blintzes are so good. <laughs> We're yeah. just on a culinary journey. We're just on a culinary right. journey. Okay. So, so yeah. As we have completely diverted the game that's into what? normalcy <laughs> and comfort food... <laughs> And just comfort in general. Yeah. Feels like a very natural reaction after dreams like that. <laughs> after everything we've been going through, you know, mm-hmm. some, some like, oh, you know, let's reach out to each other as human beings because everything is so inhuman right now. Yeah. The 1920s version of going for the shawarma. Indeed. <laughs> well, you, the shawarma. You, you're there for a few hours and then the, the, the sky starts to get that sort of very, like, deep blue glow just before, before sunrise. And you can see that there's dark clouds in the sky as well, <clears throat> even in June. Now, just as a refresher, the plan was today we were planning to get our tickets and try and leave town mm-hmm. to head across the That's sea. That's what I recall, yeah. Right? Right. Okay. Yeah, I think we've kind of exhausted our leads, leads. Our leads yeah, here. Okay. Like, Pretty much. Well, we spent a lot of time last session just making sure we can book passage and get the heck out of here. Yeah, Yeah. and pretty much everyone we knew from the Manhattan area is dead or vanished. Yeah, and we gave the FBI heads up that we were planning on leaving. Mm -hmm. Do you need to talk to us? Do it before this time. And they did. Yeah, we're not fleeing. We're fully cooperating. Hoover did ask to inform him of your travel plans, Mm -hmm. just to let you. Yeah. Well, I will, as soon as we... Technically have. Is this clean? Because I've changed my mind about the port. (laughs) (laughs) It's port, whatever's in there. It's just alcohol, right? It's all good. That's how it works, right? Don't worry about it. Well, you eat that jerky. I'm kidding. (laughs) I want to eat your jerky, I just say. I'm not scared of it. I ain't scared. I am. I mean, I will if you're not. Going I will to. As, as well. It's mm-hmm. jerky. You guys can look. It's not like it's not like a, an expired. I can am of too fish. damn busy to deal with <laughs> some kind of. Are there gases l- puffing up the plastic? No, no. That means that there's no bacteriological infestation. Sure. All right. So so morning morning eventually comes. The streets start to fill up with cars and people. People start to come into the diner for breakfast. The place... I mean, you were the only people here, besides the, the cook and, and one waitress. We've made friends with them now. <laughs> yeah. oh, thank you. Now, is the crust of that pie made with shortening, or...? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 All our pies are made with big and fat. Ah, <laughs> bastards. You brilliant bastards. I mean, <laughs> best pie crusts are made with lard. Just deal with it. Well, if we're going to procure our tickets across the Atlantic, 
they'll probably be opening fairly soon. Might be able to this is good. make our plans and get our luggage aboard before before noon if we're hur- if we hurry. What day of the week is it again? Friday. Oh, it probably would be a sailing. Yeah. Well. So, that we'll go back to the hotel and arrange for them to transport our goods. Back to where? To a dock. Okay. <laughs> the RMS Baltic is leaving tomorrow, Saturday morning. That's the that's the the headed headed to to England. That's the that's the the, the next ship out. Where's it going? Liverpool? Mhm. Who's the owner? RMS Baltic, I don't know, probably a British concern, I would imagine. Red Star Line? Is that still a thing? I don't know. And Red Star point. Line, that's like the Soviets. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think so. The yeah, White the Star white, Line. Yeah, the, the White, white Star, Star line. line. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 I'm not getting on that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tui. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is a White Star ship. Yeah. Very good. I looked it up. It existed. <laughs> All right. I didn't uh, look up who owned it. No, I was just I was just curious. We we're gonna take your car with us. No. no. That's dangerous. Driving a car with a wheel on the left hand side in a place where everyone drives on the other side of the street. Yeah. That's, that's asking for a bent a bent quarter panel. It's the RMS what? Armus Baltic. Thank you. Yeah, and we're traveling in a good time of year to travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I will attempt to procure a stateroom. Mm-hmm. And we have some money from the university for same. I'm happy to. Those of you who are wealthy well. can prob- can what this is probably within your daily spend. Okay. Those of you who aren't, this will probably use up a lot of your stipend from the university. Well, I wasn't expecting to get like ten thousand square feet of cabin. Like right. <laughs> yeah. I was. <laughs> There's it's like one of those, and it would still cost like five thousand dollars in nineteen twenties money. Yeah, it wouldn't go quite that far. But, and you can take occupancy the evening before if you prefer, if you like, because it's leaving early in the morning. Yeah, tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So we can stay there tonight rather than paying for the tickets and then paying for the hotel rooms again. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, let's make the arrangements. Transfer our goods. Okay. I'll pay to park the car. Uh, and then make a phone call to the FBI office. Okay. That our departure is tomorrow. Okay. Okay. They tell you that they'll give make sure the message is forwarded to Agent Hoover. Very nice.
so you get the, they transfer all your stuff. You guys gonna go spend the rest of the day? Yeah. Before we leave today, like mm-hmm. before we go to the ship, I want to go visit my mother's grave. Okay. Um, okay. Since I definitely won't be seeing it for several months now, I right. want to take and the I last opportunity. Go to before we leave, too. You're gonna go synagogue. Oh, okay. Um, you you can recover. A, have you lost any sanity? You can recover a point of sanity. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Did you go to the, the Friday night service? Yeah. Okay. Was that would that get you? Oh, I guess that's not your thing. Well, no, I mean, I'm just I don't I already got some sanity back, so I'm okay. I'm, I'm very cool. That was very generous to begin with. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. Diner food, man. Magic. It heals everything. It does. Actually, there's very little you can't get over about spending some time with some good friends over a meal. Yes. Just recovering. <laughs> um, uh, I do want to pick up. Uh, I want to buy a, a, a nicer suit, or even maybe like sort of like a relatively low grade tuxedo. Oh, okay. All right. I already have several changes of clothes. I'm going to have them laundered before beforehand, and then pressed and packed. Mm-hmm. Um, in in preparation, and uh, I'm also going to uh, make sure that the uh, the shipping company knows that I'm Jewish and require a kosher menu. Okay. All right. All it's best. not a bad idea to because we didn't pack for it, but for a few days trip. Mm-hmm. Right. That mm-hmm. after the visit to my mother's, I will go by the uh, Sugar King Club and call in another favor to. Borrow some appropriate clothing for okay. a journey uh, for an extended time away. What, what when you dress for dinner? What's what would be the appropriate thing for a woman to wear at that time? Would it be like a gown or yeah, yeah. A gown? Okay. Think like Downton Abbey dinner. Okay, all right. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's not like bustle sand. No, right. We're not titled. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it's still, it'd still be formal dinners. Very likely. Evening. Yes. Very yes. likely. Yeah. I was going to say, I specifically said I didn't pack the, the white, white tie. tie but right. Now I have to get one. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you want to sit at the captain's table, you're probably going to have the white tie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there can be time for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do. I feel like I probably had a little bit more clothes just because that's sort of how my, my character's appearance is very important to her. Right. But she'll probably. Uh, before, also, before we go go shopping a little bit, also stop by her publisher and let them know where she'll be. Things like that. How they can contact her. Okay. And I'm also going to see if I can send some telegrams overseas to my co- my European contacts mm-hmm. and let them know that I'll be in the continent and I may drop by for a visit. Okay. Especially people that might be interested or have knowledge in these fields. So other archaeologists and that kind of stuff. Okay. And I think I I'd send ahead a telegram mm-hmm. to the the nurse, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Raisinets. I have never had a raisinet. So. It's just a chocolate covered raisin. I have chocolate covered espresso beans in there. Mm. I'll bring some up. I'll bring it up in a second. Um. <laughs> that look was brilliant. <laughs> Ooh. I ate a whole 
quarter of a pound of them once at oh, a game session. That was a worst, very terrible, <laughs> very terrible mistake. Yeah. I took I took my mom a couple of years ago to get Vietnamese coffee, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she loved it so much she ended up getting a second one. Oh, oh no, this is this is a bad mm-hmm. idea. And then went over to San Diego Mall, and she just crashes. I mean, crashes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Almost falls asleep on the bench. Mm-hmm. That it's like when you hole. have like Greek coffee. <laughs> And you're like, this is delicious. I would totally like another. And then you're like, why am I vibrating? Yeah. <laughs> so you like you you go back to pack the rest of your stuff, and mm-hmm. you like do one like you know like you do one last sweep to make sure you didn't forget anything. Yeah. And you hear the. But this time it's coming from the door. I'm gonna pull out my Colt. Okay. Um. Peepholes in the doors at this time, right? Or something? Do they have little peepholes? Uh, I don't know if they'd have peepholes. They might have a little, yeah, a little, yeah. a little it's hole like it's that a you can door cover. that you yeah. can open that's tiny right. as opposed to the giant door. Or even just like a hole, the little weep. Yeah. I feel like Probably that's like that. a terrible idea, but she would mm-hmm. do this. So, okay. <laughs> like me playing Cthulhu, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't do this. <laughs> she would do this. She's gonna, that's what she's going to do. She'd look through that and see what's there. Dave, cover your eyes. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna act it out that way. <laughs> the um, not not take off the headphones, but cover your eye. <laughs> uh, uh, you uh, you don't see anything, but you can hear it. Rats in this expensive hotel. I will not be staying here again. <laughs> She's just gonna like, leave it. That okay. Point. She doesn't see anything. She's not gonna be like. She's gonna put her Colt back and be like, "All right, well, never mind." No, then. there ain't nothing okay. for me to shoot. The newspaper. Yeah. The newspaper the will be here. Plug a rat. In <laughs> the newspaper will be hearing about my yeah. terrible experience yeah. with the rats. All right. So you do your. You grab your last yes. bag and you do your last yeah. pass of the place. Everything's everything's packed. Yeah. And then I'll go out the door. Okay. Make a spot hidden roll. Do bad. Do bad. It's not really hidden. I just want to see how you perceive it. Oh, oh a three. Right. Okay. You perceive Great. it very, very, very well. <laughs> yeah, I perceive Accurately it. Accurately understand the Rather than seeing a mass of, like, giant tarantulas, mm-hmm. you realize it's a dog with hair that looks like a mass of giant tarantulas. All right. Looks like that. Spider dog, spider dog. It's got, like, dreadlocks. Oh, it's like a dog with dreads. Oh, okay, so it's not a horrible... Like a it's here, actually... It it's actually viewers. a dog. Was it a Commodore? What kind of dog? It's called a... a oh, oh, sorry. Uh, it's a Hungarian Puli. Okay. Oh. In a Cthulhu game, when you're trying to describe a cute dog, maybe don't <laughs> you say describe it. a tarantula it for as a dog. A, yeah, tarantula for. I'm like really legit. Like, oh, it's a tarantula. It's for, a dog that legitimately has, has tarantulas. Spiders as tarantulas. <laughs> yes, it's not. So it's well, some of some of the some of the pictures. That one's not quite as. But I mean, I mean, I'm just saying it's adorable. It's a real. Oh, it dog, is adorable. It's not a horrible monster. It's a real. Dog. I just want to tell okay. you, Stu, you are actually effectively terrifying all of us. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to really work any harder at it. It's okay. We're all in. Okay. <laughs> and it sits and goes. Well, and gives hello. you a doggy smile. Hello. How, what? What? She's gonna like look at around, see, look for the owner. No collar either. Right. collar. How big is it? How big is it? Uh, it's like thirty pounds. Is that um, if if Dahlia wasn't okay. enormously fat? Oh, okay. Uh, about her size, maybe a little smaller. Okay. 
for, that's about for everybody the size on there. It's about the size Dahlia of like a Stu's enormously okay. fat, fat dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the you know, like pull a, a belt out of her oh, sure. her oh, bag and like put it around its little neck so it's got a little bit of a lead or something. Okay. Does it have a collar on it or anything? No, no collar. Okay. And it looks like its hair is kind of matted. Oh. Like it's it's been out uh-huh. for a while. Okay. Well, I guess. But at least it hasn't been to the groomers in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to need to get you cleaned up. Look at you. And get you some food. All right. So I'm, I'll take my, or I'll go down and tell the bellhop that I need my stuff delivered to the ship and also ask if there's like a pet groomers mm-hmm. or something. Do they have that? Oh, of course they, they do. Yeah. Yeah. For as long as there have been pets, there have been rich people paying other people to take care of them. Yeah. Yep. That is what I am now. <laughs> Excellent. So we're bringing the hellhound on the boat, huh? Word. <laughs> when a cute dog shows up in a terrifying game. Now this, this is a good tactic. <laughs> the zombies, adorable. not yeah. It's adorable. I don't know how you could ever think that it might do anything wrong in its entire oh, little life. I'm immediately reminded of the aliens from Attack the Block. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're just like a black void and snarling UV light teeth. Yeah, like a canine type yeah. maw with these UV light fangs. That, that movie was cool. excellent. It what was a really movie. good movie. Yeah, I'm at the groomers. Okay. Just getting cleaned up. Okay. They tell you it'll probably take them an hour, hour and a half. This is a big job. It's good. And they charge you extra because it's a long haired dog. I, I haven't had a dog. I don't probably know right. what extra is. Right. So, all right. They're like, hey, what's your credit rating? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can afford $74 today. While I'm there, probably. No, when you walk into a shop, never show them your character sheet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, while I'm there, I'll uh, buy a little collar for it. Okay. I'm very excited. You gotta name it now, too. I know. I have to think about that. They probably have. They probably have like a, like bones like like freeze not freeze dried but like uh, like dried bones with you know chunks of like jerky like meat on them and stuff. Oh like yeah, that. nice. And we have ears. leftovers from the butcher Sow's down the street. Ears, yeah. yeah. At a markup. <laughs> no, at that period of time, the attitudes that we had towards our pets were very very different yeah. than they are today. Yes. But it being a, a person of means taking care of a pet totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, my, my my mother grew up on a farm, and I mean, you mm-hmm. have you have do- dogs and cats. They they have a function. They have a job. And yeah. If they're not doing it, why are you? Why do you have them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but cats are going to do their function regardless of whether you want them to or not. That's true. Yeah. In fact, like they don't they don't actually care about you. But they're real good at making you think they do. <laughs> I think they fooled us into thinking that they're domesticated. They're not domesticated. <laughs> Cats okay. You. So you guys all do all your shopping and expand your wardrobe and stuff. And it starts to get close to nightfall. Um, you're, you're staying probably a little later. I mean, the, the, uh, the Friday... Uh, sundown. It starts at sundown? Okay. Right. I think it's sundown to sundown, right? For the Shabbos starts in, uh, at sundown, oh, yeah. I believe. Okay. 
All right. So nice. Is that? All right. So we'll see a few hours after that. Okay. Perfect. You, you guys all make it back to the ship. And uh, there's a as you're like coming on onto you know you you go across the big the big uh, gangway gangway gangplank gangplank probably is what thing mm-hmm. you jump off of gangway probably. I don't, mm-hmm. know, I don't know. Gangway. Gangway. Okay, you, uh, go across it. And, you know, this a nice, a big sort of lobby area where there's, you know, con- concierge is probably called pursers. I would imagine on a boat, um, who would you know direct you and help you find your room, your cabins, and things like that. And uh, there's a, they have orders. Right. Oh, of course. Orders, yeah. yeah. And uh, and it, and there's a lot of people there. There's a lot of people getting on to to uh, spend the night before the the, the boat leaves in the morning. Ship, sorry, and uh, and there's a one of those a tripods with a the sort of a framed poster, like in the in the center of the lobby, and uh, it says that uh, tomorrow at noon, um, uh, there will be a shooting demonstration. By Pawnee Bill of Pawnee Bill's Wild West show, and make a man eh, probably an intelligence. Let's see if I know that well, person. Add a add a bonus die to it. Okay, and you add the percentage one, right? You add a ten. You take the lower of okay. the two. I always do that wrong. Nope. Nope. 90. No, that's the. So this one is yeah. the ten, and that one is the one. Yeah. You, oh. you yeah. needed another ten die. Yeah, you said the ten, so I actually switched it. I grabbed the right one. No, that's a ones die. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think of it as the you place teach children. Value. I know, but I don't Never think mind. of it as the place value. Never it mind. doesn't matter. They it were doesn't the same. matter. They ninety were. or ninety. Yep. Yep. That's exactly. Wow. What that is destiny right there. <laughs> you don't know anything I about Pawnee Bill. <laughs> no, we don't. There's a picture. He's he's a slightly portly man. Looks like he's probably in maybe his early sixties. Mm. He's got a you know the the hat on and the the big handlebar mustache. And his wife mm-hmm. Leslie Nope. And it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's got you know the, the 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 big long block letters with the giant two thick serif, two thick serifs. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of like the the old west side. Sort of, but they're going to be doing a skeet shooting demonstration, like a Buffalo Bill type off the off the uh, oh, no. the Wait, one of the decks off the off the stern of the ship. Okay. Oh, how exciting! And it, uh, it says it will be featuring trick shooter Desdemona Bassetti. Okay. Well, and that's tomorrow at noon. Yes. Yeah, it must be nice to come on these ships as the paid help. <laughs> so Pawnee Bill and Desdemona Bassetti. Mm-hmm. B a s e t t i. I was, I was not ready for this. Well, and this is sort of like the an inaugural sort of celebratory event because they're going to uh, the Pawnee Bill's Wild West show is going to do its first European tour. Mm-hmm. When I'm, uh, I'm also going to get a little tag for the dog. Okay. It says Durlith. It's the dog's name. <laughs> okay. Durlith? Durlith. Durlith. That's a shame we found this dog in June. <laughs> 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 Two more months. Yeah. <laughs> Those listening home that don't know August Durlith was one of the Call of Cthulhu, or, or the, the 
circle of circund- uh, cir- part of the circle of Lovecraftian writers. Yes, many, many, many authors contributed to the mythos and the different elder gods, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. In fact, Haster predates. Yes, Lovecraft. Yeah, yeah. the King of Yellow predates Lovecraft. Um. Okay. So uh, the, there's a, a, a course dinner in the. There's probably more than one dining room. There's probably like the the grand dining room, um, and then there's probably like a a normal people dining room. Let's say oh, I don't know what you would call it. They probably have, but they have more than one. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a first I mean, class dining room. Oh, there, there you go. Third class. Depending yeah. on, the, on on what what, what class. What class you are traveling? Right. But by now they stopped calling it steerage. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. didn't they call it that for the Titanic? Was that it? was yeah. 1912. Oh, yeah, but I know. But that's, we're not that far gone from that. I mean, it was just no, 10 no, no, years but, ago. Yeah. But, like, that became after oh. all of the people died that, that started sense. a whole okay. right. It was a marketing rather than make it safer. Let's rename it so it doesn't seem as terrible. Exactly. I mean, because how that does not cost a penny. (laughs) Because all these ships were still built, yeah, pre. Like Titanic was legit supposed to be the safe one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So they they serve dinner and uh, it's a grand spread, as you would expect. Even even in the. In the uh, like second class and third class, probably third class is probably steerage, huh? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but it, and the food is fantastic. I must note, did we all travel in the same class? I don't know. How, did you uh, did you decide to blow all of the the, the stipend from uh, you know, university? If you do, you probably are all in first class. <laughs> don't don't make me make decisions on how this character spends money. <laughs> the no, the real question is. And I don't so the go. real question is: Did Doris and Edward decide that we were going to take up the same rooming accommodations that we did, like arrangements that we did while we were in the city? All right. And that Isadora and Edward roomed together, and Doris and I roomed together. I feel like we probably would. That's probably likely. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. Okay, so then you probably all are in first class. Yeah. Because your, da- your daily spends are, in, are high. Yeah. Would you like to know what's on the table? Sure. What's on the table? <laughs> did you look at the menu from no. the Baltic? Because it no, did no. take off around this time in 1923 it, in New York. It, it did. I, 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 don't, I don't have one from the Baltic, but I have a first class dining room menu from oh, okay. the Titanic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first course would be oysters. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which I can't eat. Second course would be a consomme Olga. Which I don't know what it is, but probably just like beef consomme mm-hmm. uh, or cream of barley soup. Third course would be a poached salmon uh, with a mousseline sauce and cucumbers. Mm-hmm. The fourth course would be uh, filet mignon, a saute of chicken lyonnaise, or vegetable marrow farsi. Mm. The fifth course would be lamb with mint sauce, roast duckling with applesauce, or sirloin of beef. With chateau potatoes, green peas, creamed carrots, boiled rice, uh, and boiled new potatoes. Mmm. <laughs> how delicious. <laughs> boiled potatoes. <laughs> I mean, technically, like, it just depends on how much salt you put on them. And butter. Uh, and a, butter. A sixth course would be punch romaine. I hope that that's not, like, some kind of beverage made from lettuce. <laughs> uh... <laughs> 
Uh, seventh course would be roast squab and cress. Eighth course would be cold asparagus vinaigrette. The ninth course would be a pâté de foie gras and mm-hmm. celery. And the f- tenth course would be Waldorf pudding, peaches in chartreuse jelly, chocolate and vanilla eclairs, and French ice cream. Wow. Probably That's so made many up. courses. Yeah. Because yeah. you would sit there for hours because there was nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. True enough. Yeah, I mean, books still existed. Let's be real. But if you're there for a week, mm-hmm. your day-to-day... I, I'm sure there are book-inclined people that could have entertained themselves, but there are still many people that would not be so entertained. I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> plus, plus half the cost of traveling in first class is the connections you'd make. Yeah. Okay, so that I'll give you that. Yeah. You're, you are in a confined space with a whole lot of other people, so yeah, you network like crazy. One of the things that rich families would do if they had children, specifically girls, to marry off is they would have them travel a lot because for six put weeks them in, Put them in compromising situations <laughs> with eligible bachelors. Yes. <clears throat> oh my god. A punch romaine, uh, one egg white, one ounce of white rum, half an ounce of simple syrup, syrup, half an ounce of fresh lemon juice, one ounce of fresh orange juice, champagne, and orange peel. That sounds great, except for the egg. Yeah. Uh, no, well, you, get like, the, you get the foam. It's whipped. It's like yeah. an egg cream. Oh, yeah. okay. That's still not great, but better. I was just picturing like an egg. I was like like a protein drink where you just no, it's, crack it's, an egg in it. I'm sure it's whipped. Yes, no, I'm sure. That's that's better. I'm excited. I will maybe attempt to make them next time. Oh, that's exciting. Exciting. Ooh, yeah. No romaine lettuce in it. No, Not one I was leaf. more. I was more excited about like, you know, all the other things, yeah. <laughs> like filet mignon. Or, uh, well, I'm not going to make a ten course meal for the game. <laughs> the, I question your dedication. Yes. <laughs> I do too. Quite frankly. <laughs> okay. So uh, after the after the meal, you know that that goes on into the evening, and then. Uh, uh, they the the, the uh, pursers or whatever they're called mm-hmm. probably inform you that there's uh, uh, the, the uh, bands will be playing in the in the um, whatever that room that would be called uh, ballroom that would be the ballroom <laughs> for the for I those who Miss Camilla would you join me in a dance it would be my pleasure we'll do some dance okay awesome. Excellent. I think I'd go to have a smoke. Okay. In the smoking lounge. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps meet Pawnee Bill. No, that is a question that I had. Mm -hmm. I hate to like backtrack us, Mm -hmm. but did we notice anyone else of note in the first class dining room Um, over the several hours that we were there with our 10 course meal recognize recognizable you you pretty you're pretty sure you you know which table has pawnee bill Mm -hmm. Uh, he's not wearing a cowboy hat indoors but he's talking loud he's using his outdoor voice inside and he has a (laughs) laugh like that i like him already (laughs) so i mean Uh, you can definitely see that you can see that table There's a woman sitting next to him. She looks like she's in maybe her mid-twenties, and she has kind of long, curl, uh, curly black hair. Um, she kind of has a dangerous look to her. Hmm. She's ha- very serious, and um, she will sort of like smile at his jokes, and then, but she's mostly like looking around the room. Hmm. I wonder if that is Desdemona. 
and uh, they're also they're, you see obvious, very uh, there's a whole table of them, uh, uh, academic types. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you probably look over at them, and they probably look over at you and you'll go. You know, <laughs> I know you're probably <laughs> Columbia. <laughs> 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 But kind of up closer to where the captain's table is and seated at the captain's table, you see some people who are who are dressed in white tie and some of them have sashes with sort of emblems on them and all kinds of yeah. you know, ribbons and bedazzling. This yes. That sort of thing. That you see. <laughs> Diplomatic bejeweled. Exactly, yeah. Monocles and stuff. Yes. Um, I mean it's hard I'm sorry, were you referring to my quizzing glass? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's easy to tell who Aren't American on the ship? You just have a bow on you, <laughs> or you're not quite as loud. Just <laughs> the, I am disturbed by mm. the the boisterous nature of the the gunslinger guy. I find him to be crude and, and they're brash. The, the whole table, except for except for the the one woman sitting there, they're all pretty loud and boisterous. And as the night goes on, and they have more drinks. It, they become more so. Yeah. yeah. Don't feel bad, Isidore. It's part of their show. The louder they are now, the more attention they get, the more people who come to the show. It's part of the the gig. Uh, they're the ones that are acting boorish. Therefore, they're the ones that shouldn't feel bad. I feel fine. Oh. They're Western. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It, uh, it, it's a question of upbringing. It disturbs me to see that kind of behavior. Mm. I can't fault anyone for making their living. It, I, nor can I, and I'm. A, I've always been a, a supporter of everyone being themselves. I'm just unaccustomed to the behavior, and uh, I can only imagine my mother's face. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd bet a new silver doll that that isn't their real personality anyway. So one could hope so. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to kind of keep an eye on them throughout the evening. Okay. So back to the ballroom, yeah, and mm-hmm. into the the smoking room. And Edger, you're are you smoking a cigar? Are you smoking cigarettes? Uh, either a cigar or a pipe. Okay, one of the two. Okay, go with the pipe. It smells so much better. Yeah, it depends on what's available. They have whatever you want. I feel like like Doris has like a weird combination of an outfit on. She's got like a really nice dress on, mm-hmm. but she also probably has like a gun belt with like her Colt, but it like matches her dress. Okay. Because it's part of her oh. gig, like, is oh, to sure. be like this adventurous and like to stand out a bit and things like that. Uh, open carry, I like it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sure. <laughs> not, a, not a derringer in the garden. Yeah, no. <laughs> not at all. Uh, so Fuck pro- that. Yeah. Full on forty-five in your face, yeah. dog. <laughs> uh, and uh, I probably uh, kind of buck tradition and go into the smoking room with. Okay. And I'll go with. Please. Yeah. Dave's good too. And while you're there, um, Pawnee Bill comes in, mm-hmm. and he sort of sits down and sits down in a chair and lights a, lights up a cigar, and then he kind of go. <clears throat> he pulls his revolver out and he sets it on the table next to him because he was sitting. He was sitting on it. Yeah, no, that that raises doors. Is I really sitting on your gun? <laughs> this is the trick shooter. <clears throat> the trick shooter is Desdemona. Oh, okay. But isn't he? Doesn't Pawnee he, Bill is the first build. Oh, got but it. But the okay. trick shooter is testimony. Got it. Okay. 
he's probably better with a long rifle or shotgun. Yes. Okay. I mean, or what fool isn't good with a shotgun? <coughs> I've got plenty of shooting, Penny, and I'm telling you right now, yeah. <laughs> there's I'm sad I, for you. Actually, there's there's a shotguns are very dangerous in the hands of idiots. Yes, every gun is very <coughs> dangerous in the hands of idiots. <laughs> I story. have also done yeah. pretty. I have also done considerable amount of shooting. Mm-hmm. Well, shotguns are. But yeah, but I'm just saying that the potential for collateral damage with a shotgun is is far more than than with a rifle or a pistol. I'm just saying, and people tend to swing those things around like like, they're, like they're not going to kill anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was your father's name? His first name? Um, I don't have it in my notes. Yeah, I feel like we came up with it. I don't think we did. <coughs> <coughs> Was it alliterative? Putting together a shoot pretty soon. Probably, if if you're interested. Dylan. Dylan Daniels. Yeah, that's dangerous. Dylan Daniels. Yeah. (laughs) Deadly Dylan. Okay. Deadly Dylan Daniels. Oh, that's awesome. Of the Daniels Wild West show. This is what he rolled to recognize you. Oh, he rolled (laughs) two. That's because I'm more famous than (laughs) him. And he looks and he says. Young lady, may I ask you a question? Uh, yes you may, sir. Your visage, it appears... Oh, it just dropped down my goddamn head. It's okay, that's very good. Take your time, man. It appears, uh, uh... (laughs) Strikingly? Oh, he has been drinking a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Just intermission. Uh, (laughs) Let's all go to the lobby. (laughs) I wonder if I may ask you, Hmm. was your father Deadly Dylan? Why, yes, he was. Are you a fan? He was wearing his hat in in the the smoke. He takes his hat and says... Young lady, I would just like to uh, say it is an honor to meet you. He was one of the finest shooters I ever... You know, he and I did share a stage for a time. Indeed. In Oklahoma and also in uh, in uh, New Mexico. Ah. Oh. He was one of the finest shooters and a very fine man. I'm very honored to make your acquaintance. Well, I appreciate you saying so. Thank you so much. And I'm, I'm sorry, I did not catch your name. <laughs> I'm looking oh, that up. God, that I'm is looking awesome. that up right now. <laughs> Shade. <laughs> my name oh, is my name is fan. Gordon William <laughs> Lilly. Oh, pleasure nice. to make your acquaintance. A pleasure to make your acquaintance. I did see your poster when I was coming in. Very nice to to meet you. Uh, this is my friend, Doctor Freeman. Good evening. Very nice to meet you. So, what are you a doctor of, sir? Uh, medicine and psychiatry. Ah, an interesting field out here. Unfortunate that it's required, but very fascinating. The inner workings of the mind. Indeed. Now, if if I may ask, um, I do remember around the time you were born, your father said he was going to teach you to shoot. Did he, in fact, do this? Uh, yes, he did. Um... I haven't had as much practice with the trick shooting as he did. Um, rather than staying in show business, I've taken to pursuing careers in uh, traveling the world and exploration. So when I shoot something, it is in fact in defense and to kill it. But I still am 
I still have a few a few tricks from my childhood in there. Would you join us for our skeet shooting exhibition tomorrow? Oh, uh, I'd be delighted if you'd, uh, you know, accept uh, someone who's a bit rusty. Oh, I, I can guarantee you, you can't be as rusty as I am. <laughs> well, I suppose we'll see tomorrow then. Well, thank you for the invitation. That would be delightful. Indeed, it was an but honor to make you an acquaintance. Indeed, um, and I look forward to your uh, your show as we cross the Atlantic. Is this your first time? Indeed, it is. Indeed, it is. In fact, this was my first time on the East Coast of the United States as well. Oh, indeed. Yes, it is a a mighty big change from the West. Indeed, it is. Oh, and I and I should say, and he puts his hat over his heart, mm-hmm. and he says very sincerely, "I was very saddened to hear of your father's passing." I would like to give you my condolences, even though this is many years late. Well, thank you. I, it warms my heart that there are still people who hold his memory so dear and remember his name so well. Indeed. And he picks up his brand new scissors. To your father. He does the same. Okay. <clears throat> Very nice. Yeah, I know. I was ready to, like, be. Yeah. <laughs> He's just Western. <laughs> you gotta get past the Western. <laughs> Knock the trail dirt off. Yeah. It's very difficult for me to get past the Western. <laughs> <coughs> Tell about as Eastern as you can get. Yeah. <laughs> it comes to this culture in general. So, uh, I, can I keep hanging out in this country? Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I'm gonna look around after our dance. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? And I'm going to look around and see if I see Desdemona. Oh, yeah. She's and dancing with someone. It wasn't it's, it's someone from that table. It's not Pawnee Bill, but it's a, one of the... And he's 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 dressed in a very westernly stylized tuxedo. He's got the fringe. <laughs> that means I got to understand what that would be. He's got a wearing a bow. Oh, okay. Wearing a And then, and then, and, and after the dance is over, he excuses himself to go get them drinks, and so she sort of. Will so I kind of like meander over to her. Okay. I don't believe that I have had the pleasure of your acquaintance, but allow me to introduce myself. My name is Camilla Greenwald. Oh, I am uh, uh, Desdemona Bassetti. It's very nice to meet you, Desdemona. And very nice to meet you. Am I correct in thinking that it is your poster that we saw? Ah, yes. Yes, it is. I couldn't help but feel that you may have had a keener eye than the rest of your table and dinner. Um, I do not... She doesn't seem like she knows how to speak English very well. She says, I do not understand what you mean. Um... Does she speak French, maybe? I try a little bit in French. Like an overture in French. But... On a two, yes, she speaks French. <laughs> okay, so you're now speaking in 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 French. Fantastic. And she says it's a habit from from her 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 early days, uh, her early life in Italy. I understand. I have the same habit, though unfortunately not just from early days. How long have you been traveling with uh, Pawnee Bill? Uh, I've been traveling with him for five years uh, and I've been trying to convince him to bring the show to Europe because it would be a a grand success. 
from what my father tells me, they are much uh, deprived of the arts of the firearm. Yes, and uh, there's also a <clears throat> morbid fascination with the culture of the American West. They find it interesting to look at. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I'm sure and they do. And she's not being complimentary about it. <laughs> <laughs> like a car wreck. <laughs> yes. You just can't look away. <clears throat> Where did you learn your talents, if you don't mind me asking? Pardon? If you don't mind me asking, what brought you to the Americas from Italy? Uh, well, I, I uh, had pursued similar work uh, in Europe, but of course such such shows are very, very rare. So I, I came I, I came to the United States um, and, and joined Pawnee Bill's show. Um, to, to, as for, I, I have talent with, with, uh, with guns and also uh, writing. With riding? Mm-hmm. What kind of riding? Horses. Trick riding. Oh, I'm sorry. Out of character. <laughs> Thought she said writing. Oh, oh, no. Not riding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. I'm sure it was a great pleasure to watch you jump. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad that on the confines of the ship that we are confined to seeing your shooting talents. Our horses are here, but I uh, fear it would probably be too dangerous. The ship is too crowded to bring them out. Of course, of course. We wouldn't want to injure the animals in any way. No. Though, are you planning to bring your show through France at all? Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Uh, I don't know if we have dates. Are... Original dates are in uh, Liverpool and in London, and then we're we're working. We ha- there's a we have an agent uh, in London who is uh, working on on uh, dates further on the continent, hoping to get home as well to visit. I'm sure. Do you have much family left? Oh yes, yes, quite a bit. Family is so important. It is indeed, and I have not seen them in many years. That too, I understand that feeling. If you happen to run across in your travels, of course, Pierre Labard or Jean Labard, mm-hmm. if you would do me the great, great favor of giving them my best. Certainly, she actually takes out a little, like a little journal, and writes the names down very dutifully. And of course, if I were to to go through Italy, I would love to convey my regards. Oh, and she tells you, the, the Basadi family, and she tells you the, the little town that, that they're, they're from. It's in northern Italy. <clears throat> and then the guy comes back with the drinks. And I make my leave. Okay. Are any of the academics that we saw in the room out here as well? Uh, they're, in the, they're, they're all in the smoking room. Okay. Which is adjacent. Because you want to have your aerobic exercises right next to your smoking room. Oh yeah, it is the 1920s. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you're supposed I mean, to smoke during. Right. <laughs> no, no, the gentleman would just light up in front of a lady. Any more than they would drink port in front of a lady. <laughs> I retired appropriately. Right. 
But yeah, they're 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 out they're in the smoking in the the, the smoking lounge. They're yeah. not trying to get themselves saddled for vibes. <laughs> and they're uh, they're they're speaking in German. Oh. I don't speak German. There's like three of them. I do not speak I think Deutsch. I'm specifically getting myself drunk. Okay. Like that's a goal for today. It's the first time like I feel like Oh yeah, crazy cultists aren't going to come out of the woodwork, <laughs> right? That you know of, right? Yeah, I mean, what? but the chances are very low that they would have been able to foresee us booking tickets and getting on a ship and going. Well, the ship's still on dock. Remember, this is the night before you the ship leaves. Yeah, okay, but I'm still <laughs> I'm still feeling good about the chances sure. of them not. He feels protected by class because the chances of cultists being able to afford first class accommodation. Oh. He feels protected by class because the chances of cultists being able to afford first class accommodations right. and make it to the dining room is very low. I wouldn't have thought they'd be able to deliver bees to the garage of the plaza either, but <laughs> they, so they were. That seems more realistic than them actually being able to right. afford being here, though. Y- your character doesn't speak German? German, no. What do you have? Oh, let's Russian see. Turkish. I have Russian, English, Turkish, Egyptian, Hebrew, Sanskrit, Latin. Okay. <laughs> All right. None of which cover German. No. It's interesting. Sea travel by hor- with horses was like very stressful for them. It's they had very high mortality rates. So the early 20th century, when research was carried out by the U.S. Uh, the U.S. Army uh, Veterinary Corps, and they suggested restraints and stuff because I guess they kept them restrained, like. In the below there, right. it was not a good idea. <laughs> oh yeah, that's like tying someone up and putting them. <laughs> yeah, in, yeah, for weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. Oh yeah, well, I'm sure they. Oh yeah, especially in the late 19th century, they, they would have to. The cavalry would have to. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go find the. You're going to need to take them with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the, the debacle with uh, Roosevelt in Cuba, trying to get the horses off the boats, mm. was. It, it, there's a whole day of story just involved in trying to get those horses. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't surprise. That's, what the, they, that's one of the things it says here. It says, uh, especially like getting them off the boats because they didn't have, um, like they didn't have like gangplanks and stuff. They'd have to like take them off, like crane. Yeah, they, crane, they'd hoist them right. out, and so they would get hurt a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't see the sky, so they forgot what they were. Firefly. I know. The cows? Yeah. <laughs> now they can see the sky, they know they're cows again. That's how that works. <laughs> okay. That gets even more ominous in Cthulhu game. Right. <laughs> I mean, seriously. That was like some twisted shit right there. Fucking cultist cows. Okay. I mean, have you seen a herd of cows? They're not. It's not nearly as nice as you think it would be. You know, when I when I was uh, a teenager, I went and visited. Uh, my uncle had uh, black Angus. He had probably 20, 20 head of cattle, oh, mm-hmm. and I did not realize how strong their sort of herding thing was. And I was over there hanging out with them, <clears throat> and then I got called to lunch, and I start running back towards. The house where we're having lunch, and all the cows. And I hear running. this thunderous noise behind me, and I slow down and I turn around, and they're right behind me. They all stopped as soon as I stopped. They stopped, yeah. but they're all right behind me, <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> and I'm like, 
and then better if they weren't trying to make eye contact. All right, don't let anybody know. It's cool, man. Just keep on going. They figure they probably figure I saw a predator. Yeah, yeah. They took off running. I mean, if you just out of nowhere just start running, they're gonna yeah. When I was a kid, I had to hook up a dead cow to my great aunt's tractor and drag it out to the road. Yeah. Because they had a guy that would come around on Thursdays. Don't pick up dead cow. <laughs> you have no time for your dead cow stories. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, the evening goes on. Anything anyone want to talk, talk to in particular? Or we no, go I'm, I'm still going to go over there and try to talk to the academics. Okay. Once she All right. peels away to talk to somebody else. I'm just, All right. I'm just curious who they are. Uh, Did they also roll a three in their language? No. Um, what? Like, at, by the time you get there, there's like two of them there, mm-hmm. and uh, so you go over, and one of them, um, and uh, how do you how do you approach them? Um, they're in the smoking room, right? Yeah. So I'm just going to grab a cigar, and uh, I'm just going to light it up, and, and uh, gentlemen, good evening. Oh, and uh, and one of them, he's uh, he's kind of tall, blonde hair, real pale. He, he, he looks um, he looks Norwegian. Okay. Um, he says, "Oh, good evening, uh, Professor Isidore Holtzman." I oh, pull out my hand. Uh, Doctor Axel uh, Richardson. Doctor. It's a pleasure to meet you. A, a doctor of medicine or? Uh, uh, psychiatry, medicine, yes. Oh, I have a traveling partner that shares your profession, sir. Oh, do you indeed? I do. Uh, what's your name again? He's probably name? here. Um, Ed, probably so. Yeah, we're Edward in Freeman. Room uh, uh, oh, Dr. Edward Freeman, right there. Oh. Ah! Professor Holtzman. Dr. Friedman. Perhaps I could have chosen a better time. Uh, <laughs> 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 but yes, um... Very comfortable lounge. <laughs> it, it is indeed, sir. Um, but uh, and like I, I sense the accent is from north of the continent. Oh yes, yes indeed. We are from Ravenhurst University in the United States. Ah, I have heard um, of this. Yes, I am a professor of archaeology. Ah, a fascinating field. Indeed, it is quite so. It. it, it if you do not mind, may I inquire as to uh, the purpose of your travel to the United States? Um, I would therefore return. It was um, a holiday. A holiday. I'm going back to my work in uh, in London. Mm. Uh, you practice psychiatry there? Do you teach or research? No. Research currently. Yes. Fascinating. Is there anything that you might be able to tell us? I'm, I'm certain the doctor and I would be would be more than pleased to hear what kind of research you're uh, conducting. Uh, we have been, we've been doing uh, research on dreams, Sp- specifically shared dreams. Well, that's fascinating. Our meeting seems to be somewhat serendipitous, sir. Before I've had a very similar experience to that. Perhaps we can chat about it. I'm certain you'd be fascinated to hear. Oh, certainly. I, it, it, I, I'm not the, the expert in the field. My, my, um, my associate, Doctor uh, uh, Kistler. Um, it is, it is uh, his program that oh. I'm, I'm working. Is he aboard? No, no, no. He's in London. 
Well, we are be, we'll be heading to London as well. I'd be happy to speak with him afterwards if you'd like. If oh, you find certainly. whatever I have to say interesting. Certainly. And I said, "May I?" And I, I oh, see. And I go. And the, the other guy who's sitting there with them, he's like going. <laughs> clearly, does not speak English. <laughs> okay, um, and it's like I am sorry. I did not need to disturb you, especially since there seems to be some linguistic barrier. I do not wish to be rude. Oh no, no! I wouldn't. If he has, he's been drinking. <laughs> if he if he has questions, he will ask. I will answer them. Uh, I'm certain that the, that the, uh, the the desiccant state of the United States has left you wanting, and I would not, <laughs> <laughs> and I would not wish to disturb that repast, but. Uh, there, I had a, uh, a situation actually last night. It would, if you would have please excuse my my visage, I have not had much sleep in the past twenty four hours. Uh, but I go on to describe the dream. Mm-hmm. Then I go on to describe <coughs> to, that uh, our colleague and librarian at the university had the exact same dream. We went over in detail mm-hmm. at the, practically the same time, within meters of each other. And I go, what would what does your research say about this? I was act I was asking um, uh, my good friend here about it, and he said that since we've been experiencing similar situations, that uh, it may have uh, psychological ramifications along the same lines. But what do you feel to be the cause of this? And indeed, how popular or how common is this uh, type of thing to happen? Um, uh, we have found <coughs> th- this phenomenon to be rather rare, but. We have had, um, uh, we have done uh, studies where we provide information <laughs> to um, one. When when people tend to have these sorts of dreams, that tends to recur. So we will give a specific piece of information to one person um, to pass on to the other person during the dream, and while it is rare, we are sometimes able. They are able to convey this information from one to the other, so it's, it is as if their <coughs> consciousnesses, at some level, are somehow linked. So it would concur with uh, Jungian uh, psychology and the collective subconscious, where we are literally all linked within a a, a, a sort of over overlapping uh, mental state, which can be communicated or shared within the dream state. Perhaps, perhaps, yes. That is fascinating. Do we know at all what triggers this, or is it just random happenstance? Well, the th- that that is that is in fact uh, Dr. Kessler's uh, main line of inquiry now, um, and, and he uh, it, it it would not be my place to. Oh, of course, of course, I I, I would not presume that this is a, we want we want to deal with facts and not uh, interpretations, of course. But please, and I pull out my calling card and uh, and I write down the hotel we're planning on staying at in London. Um, uh, here is my information. It, I would be fascinated to drop by the university where you're doing this research and speak to a good doctor. If you would pass <coughs> on to him, I would be much appreciated. Of course, absolutely. He would. He would definitely. Um, this phenomenon is very rare. So, if if the uh, person that I shared the dream with actually is a traveling partner, so I would be able to uh, bring her along if she's interested. Of course, I wouldn't. Uh, but it, I, she is. Oh, uh, that would be even more valuable. A very yes. learned woman, and I'm certain that she would be fascinated by this uh, line of inquiry as well. Indeed, indeed, and that that would that would be a, a very valuable contribution to what we're doing. Well, fabulous! I always wish to contribute to the sort to to the, the realms of science in any way that I can, of course. Um, 
and if there's any ch any any way that I could help, I'd be happy to do so. Well, it's been very interesting speaking to you, uh, sir, and uh, I hope that we speak again in the near future. Indeed, perhaps perhaps tomorrow evening for dinner we could share a table. I, I would be uh, that would be lovely, and you can meet the rest of my traveling. Oh, excellent! Would, I'd be happy to introduce you. Very nice to meet you. Good evening. To you. Good evening. Thank you. <coughs> Sweet. Okay. He seemed like a very nice man. He did seem like a very nice man for a German. <laughs> I probably been, uh, we just fought a world war. Dog. I was about to <laughs> say, like, <laughs> I'm just a, the Great War just, had just happened. Yeah, they just spent a good number of years trying to vilify these people. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, and you're just starting to ramp up for the second. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I probably was like in the corner, like regaling people with tales, mm -hmm. much more classy than what was happening in the dining room. But, right. Come <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. over. And, uh, are, are you all right, Doctor Freeman? Oh, I'm fine. I'm just feel so relaxing to be aboard the ship. Yes. Well, know that we've got. At least five or six days, right? How long does this take? Uh, two, oh, yeah, two weeks. weeks. <laughs> I don't know how long it, it took. It, I think it's only like a week. Yeah. <clears throat> At this point, I know in the United States that was a real one, a real, a real fast ship because they kept trying to build faster and faster yes. ships to make yeah, the, the Atlantic SS crossing. United States, yeah. And the, the first trip it made because at the time broke all the speed records. And all of the all a lot of the passengers complained that the that the uh, the cruise didn't take long enough. Yeah. Oh wow. Well. Yeah, well, but the, you're going to pay that much money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It says here we it said it on the blurb and I can't find it. It says the Queen Mary reduced crossing time by half a day to four days. Liners reached there, uh, and that was by the early 20th century, 1907. The liner Marencia with a capacity of, oh, well, we don't care, was able to cross the Atlantic in four and a half days. Okay. A record which was held for 30 years until the Queen Mary reduced the crossing time by half a day. Okay. So it's like like five days. Most of them took about five days, it says. Fascinating. That's a lot faster than I thought it would be. Really, I just wanted to say two, two weeks. weeks. Right. Yes. That was going to be my guess, though, was about that. <coughs> so we have five days. Okay. Well, I'm sure the advent of steam radically changed that. Yeah. Like, if we needed to make the crossing and we were just jumping on, like, random freighter. Yeah. Or, you know, like. Oh, yeah. Mm. A, a, that would a be heavily laden ship is probably doing it in seven or eight days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like well, the thing is, these liners are some of the fastest ships on the water oh, yeah. for mm -hmm. a reason. And that's why they, they uh, ended up using the Queen Mary and a bunch of other ships like that as, as troop transports. And My uncles went over to the World War II on, on, yeah. the, on the Queen Mary. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, they got to visit it. So. A lot nicer now. <laughs> <laughs> they painted it gray. Yeah. Yep. Um, also, it's fancy on the inside. Yes. Mm. Little rundown now. Mm -hmm. It's a little rundown. Yeah, they well, let, it it like, is an old boat. Yeah, and they just let anybody play there now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no standards. <laughs> okay. That's what we could do. If we finish. Lower we our standards. If we don't get off the boat by the end, we could do our next one as like a remote. Game from the so Queen Mary. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. That'd be very cool. And right around the corner from my house, that'd make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> I would carpool with someone. Yes, I'd drive. All right. 
anyone doing anything else this evening? Or no, I think fast forward. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. I I realize I I made the mistake because I forgot we hadn't left. Mm-hmm. Right, they probably actually wouldn't serve alcohol tonight. Oh, oh that's yeah. probably right. You may have your own supply. But, yeah, but I'm not going to be uncouth about oh, that getting wrecked in that's public. True. It's not just okay. Right. Okay. I mean, I'm sure not the only one. Yeah. Oh, you were on opiates. There you go. <laughs> That's fine. You, you dipped into the bag a little, you know. <laughs> just take a little oh. edge off. Just take the edge off. I've never S- been to Europe. Smoke the J nervous. on the port side. <laughs> um, I'm going to see, just niggling at the back of my mind, mm-hmm. that is anyone... I don't... When I take a scan around, and no one I met in the dining room, no one matches any of the photos that Pierce Murray had. Like, no one looks familiar. Uh, go ahead and make a spot hidden roll. <clears throat> That's a good and horrifying question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a thirty under my sixty-five. Oh, nice. Uh, no, no one, no one, no. You did you guys keep the photos? Okay, yeah. Then definitely, I probably would have given you a mm-hmm. bonus die for that. But you didn't see anyone that looks like. <clears throat> well, I wouldn't just pull them out of my reticule to like bear. So just hold on there, just like <laughs> outside as everyone's going into dinner. You have everybody lined up. No, all right, you're good. Everybody's in queue. You're like <laughs> Dave. Uh, you're, you're a doctor, so you actually PSA. could write a prescription for having alcohol. Yeah, indeed, and that would be perfectly legal. But I can't do it for myself. Dave can't can. you though? Yeah. No. Even back then? Ethically not. Oh. I okay. forgot you're an ethical doctor. I thought ethics weren't invented until the 30s. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you have friends. That's like the, the meme. <laughs> Being an old-timey doctor must have been fun. Yeah. You've got ghosts in your blood. <laughs> Try this cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the otter fever. Whatever we Just, make up, you know. it's true. I'm just saying that, like, a lingering sense of dread from this morning, or the wee hours of last night, and yeah. then no sleep, and then coming to this ship, has made me a little and paranoid. You? Yeah. No, I'm perfectly justifiable. Yeah, understandable. Somebody in this group has to be ultra-paranoid. I elect you. You're good at it. <laughs> I write things down. <laughs> Apparently not all the things. <laughs> I am very sad that when we got our uh, points last time, I didn't... I didn't gain points in either of my firearm skills. So uh, it was very helpful for this. I get. I'm not sure how I didn't gain any points in spot hidden. I got some points in spot hidden, but I sucked at spot hidden. That yeah, does I help. did as well. It was real easy to raise it from 30. Yeah. From yeah. 35, which I had. Jagged-ass crap. But I actually got better at psychology and biology. Cool. I got five points in fighting brawl because I tried to drop a lighter on a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so that evening, uh, you'll go back to your your yeah state rooms or I'm, and I'm picturing them um, kind of like in Titanic where it was like she was sharing a room with her mom, but they both had their own like sleeping rooms, right? And, and there's yeah, it's like a suite where there's like parlor, a share, yeah. yeah. I mean, it is first class. Yeah. yeah. We're not sharing a chamber. So, um... Maybe I'll get to sleep tonight. Oh, and I'm definitely taking my dog everywhere with me. Okay. 
Oh, you named the dog uh, Durleth, right? Durleth, okay. yes. I probably would have commented about the appearance of the dog <laughs> yeah, yeah. at some point. Like, you have a dog? You bought a dog in New York? Oh my god, this dog is so cute. <laughs> I'm like, all playing with it. Very well behaved. <laughs> uh, di- I didn't buy the dog. He's, uh, I saved him. He was in the street, and there was a cart that was going to run him over, and he was looking so sad, and I just had to, like, do you mind if I give you a treat? No, yeah, go ahead and I can't eat this, but you can. He's like <laughs> <laughs> scoop him up and I mean, how could you not fall in love with this face? Look at this face. Look at this face. It's a street dog. Not anymore. He's been cleaned no. up, and look how well behaved. Technically, he is. now he's a ship dog, right? Yes, you good boy. He's probably got a little ribbon too. They probably at the at the groomer put a little yeah. ribbon on. Oh. How beautiful. Who's <laughs> a <laughs> boy? Uh, I'm still very weirded out by the appearance of a dog that's not just part of the group. <laughs> like, that's the stand I will take, for sure. Okay. I immediately fall in love with the dog. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, I mean, a the bit real question she has is, a dog. <laughs> who's a good boy? <laughs> I have a vote, but I'm partial. <laughs> okay, so sometime during the night, um, you all have a dream. Oh, great. Uh, you're uh, riding in Dr. Friedman's car, and you pull up to a burning barn, and this is at Carruthers Honey Farm. Mm-hmm. It is fully engulfed. Uh, you all walk up to the office door, but you feel no heat from the fire. And then Doris opens the door, and the interior is the New York City coroner's office. And you all walk in, and there are six slabs there, each one with a body. One is the old man Carruthers, which you saw before. Um, and he is on his back, and he has the incisions of the symbol that you saw before. On the other five slabs are the corpses that you found in Carruthers' barn. Unlike Old Man Carruthers, their heads are turned toward you as you enter the coroner's office, and their eyes are open. Two of them are horribly burned. Standing in the middle of the room is a woman, perhaps 30. Uh, She's short, maybe five feet tall, and she has long black hair. And it's worn in the fashion of colonial New England, and she's wearing an ornate yellow dress. She walks to Old Man Carruthers' corpse, and she gently rests her hands on each side of his head and then kisses his forehead. And then she says, He hath been, con- he hath been consecrated, his flesh made holy. Then she walks away through a door on the o- opposite side of the lab, and you all follow her. <clears throat> now you're in a Catholic cathedral. But there's something wrong with it. There is a crucifix behind the altar, but it is inverted, and the Christ figure's hair is hanging down from his head, and his face is is twisted in agony, and his mouth frozen in a scream of pain. His eyes are blazing yellow, as if he were jaundiced. Along the walls of the cathedral hang plain yellow banners, and the woman in yellow is now standing behind the altar. And she raises her arms and says, Behold, I am the consort of the king clad in yellow. As I walk each footstep, I walk between millennia. As I walk through doorways, I walk between worlds. 
I am the unseen. I am the unknown. I am she who walks between shadows. And then she disappears in a flash of fire. And you're all still standing there. I walk up to the altar. Okay. And I look around. Is there... There is a... uh, Nick, on the altar, on the top right corner, is a single candle lit. And sitting on it is a a piece of paper. And there's something written on it. (coughs) Stu. Yeah. I read it. (laughs) (laughs) And it... It says, songs of the Hyades shall sing where flap the tatters of the king must die in herded dim carcosa. Song of my soul, my voice is dead, die thou unsung as tears unshed shall dry and die in lost carcosa. Okay. Uh, I take my Star of David mm-hmm. and I attempt to slash the paper with it. Okay. You, tear, you can tear it up. Yeah. And you all see this happening mm-hmm. in the dream. Uh, and I basically do a passage from the Torah, which is a, like a protective blessing. Okay. And, and I try to take control of the dream that way, I suppose. Okay. Alright. This is very strange. I didn't know I... You're now standing in the synagogue. No. Very strange. I didn't know I knew any Jewish prayers. Well, you do now. <laughs> oh, it's a disappointing dream after such a lovely evening. Well, it's time to wake up. She closes her eyes as like trying to wake. Okay. You all wake up. Okay. Oh, damn it! Wait. <laughs> I'd probably wake up and say that. Right. <laughs> oh, damn it. Wait. <laughs> sorry, I wasn't really expecting that to work. So. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not sorry. <laughs> I was going to try and pass along like my first pet's name. Oh. <laughs> I just sit straight up in the bed. Okay. I'm like... Doris, Doris, are you awake? Doris, are you awake? I'm going to rush over to the uh, ladies' cabin. Okay. Yeah, yes, I'm awake, Camilla. Are, are you all right? Did you have another nightmare? I dreamt of Carruthers Farm. Did yeah. you? Oh. Just oh a my. minute. I'm going to put on my dressing gown or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yes, yes, dressing gown. Yes. <laughs> Get, you know, even more decent seeing as that gown's like, we're like long sleeve high neck affairs. Yes. Hey, you know what? The only way to prevent random sex is to have at least three layers of cloth between you and another person. <laughs> Some of it laced. Yeah. <laughs> that always slows you down. <laughs> there were no zippers back here. It was yeah. frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yes? Hello? Who is it? Uh, it's it's Professor Holtzman. Open the door. To the suite. I, I, I had another dream. I was curious to see if you had the same. We were... There was this woman... Uh, At Carruthers Farm. Yes. The fire and then... And Doris? It's very odd. Uh, I wish we were at sea so I could have a drink. Uh, yeah, yes. I had a similar dream. 
Was it actually you? Were, you? were you saying the prayer? Do you know what the prayer is? Can you repeat it? Uh, well, you know what? Probably. It's probably a little burned in. Yeah, I probably don't know what it means, but no. I'm like, can I say it? Yeah. It's like the phonetic pronunciation. Yeah, right, right, right. Like, Il Nahoyu. Uh, yeah, in, indeed. Uh, exactly. Why correct. is this night different from any other night? Yeah. So, one verse from this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like that is it indeed Well that explains how I knew that I was a bit baffled Well that's an interesting a Shared experience in A dream state Perhaps it was the salmon It's always bad fish <laughs> Perhaps a bit of undigested meat yes. um, <laughs> uh, I go Oddly enough, I was speaking to another scholar who uh, uh, works in London. And they're researching the concept of collective dreaming. Once we reach the the, the shores in England, I I have arranged for us to be able to speak to them uh, oh, about the subject. Uh, I think that we might be uh, that it might be illuminating. There's a Dr. Kurtz, I believe, who's doing some extensive research in this. Oh. That is very interesting. Not sure uh, necessarily want my name on such a study as a test subject, but... Well, uh, test subjects are hardly ever named for their protection and anonymity. Um, and usually it's, uh, it's, it's considered to be more professional to... to uh, Maintain their anonymity, so uh, well, that's good. Their backgrounds cannot infect the actual research. Um, but nonetheless, if if you wish to omit yourself, it's it's certainly fine. I, but I do plan on visiting them. I wonder if the good doctor has experienced the same thing. I was in such a rush to see if uh, Camilla shared the same dream that I ran off without consulting him. Um, one moment, I'll I'll be I'll, I'll return momentarily and uh, go over there and try to collect you. I'm probably gone. Mm. Like, I'm not there. Okay. I come back to the, the doctor is gone. He's gone. He's not in our suite. Like, I'm roaming the ship. A, looking for you. B, getting some air. I'm going to see if I can find where he is, um, and I will return shortly. I'm going to go around looking. Very well. Uh, what time is it? Uh, probably 2 a.m. Is God it the same it. time as last night? No. No. Okay. No, it's like maybe an hour later. <clears throat> All right. Well, I'm going to try and get a bit more, should I? So, uh, if you can't find him, do come back, though, because we shouldn't. We should find him if he's Absolutely. upset. Absolutely. If, if, if I do not return, um, assume that I have found him and we are safe and sound. Excellent. I am going to paint a picture of the woman from the dream. Oh, okay. All right. <coughs> Go ahead and make... Uh, you have you have a skill in that, yes. I have art and craft guitar. I thought you did painting. Yeah, I, I know, too. which is weird because, like, I thought that, like, because I carry watercolors on me <laughs> and I watercolor things, but like, I don't 
Well, I didn't take a specific skill in it. I took guitar instead, which is weird. If you can change, you can change. If you want to change that, you can. You haven't actually used guitar yet, so yeah. and I never will. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead and make a roll with a bonus die. Yeah, and then we're gonna mess up on the flamenco level of this dungeon. <laughs> 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 now you face the king in yellow. <laughs> at the crossroads. Uh, you did not make it. I was just turning it oh, into the double. It's a double. 40 over my 20. Even with a bonus? Mm-hmm. Okay. The other one was a 90 over my 20. So oh, I'm just, okay. you know, taking that loss. So you 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 finish the, the picture and you're like, mm, I need to work on this more. It's like not quite, you know you know it's not quite right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I grabbed her lift and I go back to bed. Okay. He wants walkies. <laughs> He's like, mm, mm, okay. mm, you know, I'd be happy to I take him for good. a walk I, I while really I'm looking for the good. doctor if you'd like. <laughs> Maybe, if you offer, I will. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Okay. I would feel safer with a dog with me in general, <laughs> and yeah, he loves animals and is enthralled with awesome. them. <laughs> He's just gonna freak me out more. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, doctor. I'm here with a demon dog. <laughs> He's oh, so know. cute. The um, who does demon don't dog? Don't mind the parental accords of evil. That was just Steve's bad description of a very cute dog. <laughs> it, it's more like a mop. Yeah, yeah, yeah it really does. I, it I, I had a friend more... that had the, the yeah. Commodore, the big one oh, that has yeah. the, and when they shed, they drop whole. A whole chunks? Yeah, like a it's whole. It's like losing a dread. Three, yeah, exactly. So it's really easy to clean up oh. after them. Oh, yeah, that's not they a bad thing because my dog is not easy to clean up. No. Well, is dog weren't they designed to be sheep dogs and actually be able to hide in a flock? Oh, probably. Yeah, that's what they were oh. bred to do because they cool. kind of look sheepy. And then surprise, fang and tooth. <laughs> bah. <laughs> bah humbug. Indeed. I was gonna say bah motherfucker. Bah motherfucker. That's probably better. Yeah. So you're like walking around outside. Yeah. And like, you- I, there's usually the like the two long stretches on like the promenade deck right. to get out there. And, and you you see uh, Doctor Richardson out there, and he's like smoking a cigar, like looking out over the water. Dr. Richardson is... He's the one that he, he introduced you to. Okay. Yeah. That's true. I was clearer of mind. I should remember that. Right. Yeah. Good evening, Doctor. Oh, good evening. You're up quite late. Oh, yes. I uh, find myself troubled by uh, something that's more in your uh, wheelhouse, as it were, than, than my own. Oh, yes. Uh, Dreams? Yes, yeah. Perhaps anxiety about travel. Well, I, I've never, I've never traveled to Europe before. It was a beautiful place. It is um, very different now. Yes, I, I, I had a dream myself last night about the war. Oh, I can only imagine. That. A terrible time, and then it, around that time you walk up. Doctors, ah. good to see you. It's very good to see you. I was. I'm sorry. I uh, left the room somewhat abruptly, and when I returned to to uh, inquire about you, you were you were already gone. I was hoping I'd find you in good condition. He, Doctor Richardson excuses himself, kind of goes walking. Doctor, uh, good evening. Doctor. Doctor, 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 doctor. 
So I checked with the ladies. Apparently they had a very similar dream to mine, where we uh-huh. entered the barn that was consumed by fire. And I basically go over the dream okay. with him. And like apparently we all seem to have had the same story play out in our minds. And here's the most intriguing part. Apparently the prayer that I uttered within that dream, Doris could recite to me from memory. Hmm. In Hebrew. Well, somewhat broken Hebrew, but still good enough. That's precisely what Dr. Richardson was discussing earlier. Fascinating. Do you think something's trying to communicate with us? I certainly hope not. But... Uh, given what we've seen, man, I'm super torn. Go with whatever sounds crazier. <laughs> you use my D2. <clears throat> I feel like I want to be in complete denial about this whole dream situation. Okay. I'm actually cool with that. Yeah. Yep, do it. Yeah. Totally fits your character. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, fast. Uh, Perhaps uh, perhaps you both could talk to Dr. Richardson tomorrow. Well, I think that we'd probably be best off in saving all of this information and actually visiting them at the research institute in which they work. There we could have the in- their entire team listen to what we have to say and perhaps get more knowledgeable feedback. Hmm. Like Dr. Richardson himself admitted that is that isn't his particular forte. Uh, and the research was being conducted by another by another researcher. Uh, I, I would be willing to wait and maybe even gather further information for from what may be further experiences since this seems to be happening now on a nightly basis. You know, I, I have had good luck with patients in the past with journaling their dreams immediately upon waking, writing down as many details as they can remember. If See you if think that would be practical, practical and help, I, I, I would be happy to do so. I, it can't hurt. To get as much information written as possible. Well, it's still fresh in my mind. I will return the sweet and put, and put yeah, that down good. on stationery. Uh, I see you. You are well, though. I, I am. I am. I, I wanted to get some air. I, I think I'm a little nervous about this transatlantic crossing. Well, you've never been to Europe. Before? No, I have not. Oh, well, trust that you will be very impressed with how uh, how good a time you will have there. It's, uh, Especially if we're going to Great Britain, it's um, you s- you share similar cultural roots, and uh, please be at ease. Although uh, traveling this long a distance over such a vast ocean, it reminds me of my own insignificance, and it does fill me with a little bit of dread. That's a great cheer-up speech. He's not really here to cheer you up, dog. <laughs> He's just yeah. as scared as you are. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> Maybe even more so. <laughs> well, tomorrow morning, then. Indeed. So I... I, I uh, well, I have to make sure that I, that the, uh, the pup does his business and, uh, oh. and return it post-haste. And then I will journal away. I think I will finally get some sleep. I think that is for the best. For all of us. So yeah, so uh, I'll take my leave of you, good doctor, and I just, uh, you know, make sure that the puppy does his whatever he needs to do. Bring him back to uh, the lady's room. Okay. Um, and then go and write down 
I'll uh, everything I can remember from that dream okay. as per the doctor's instructions, then try to catch some more sleep. All right. Uh, when you stop by, uh, did you find Doctor Freeman? I did. He is fine. He just needed to gri- get some help. I found him on the on the deck. Oh, excellent. Talking to one of our German colleagues. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking him for a walk. Many times, he's such a good boy. He did all the things he needed to do, didn't you? Yes, you did. It was no problem. All right. We will see you in the morning. Indeed. The real question is if you gain or lose sanity for spending time with God. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I feel like you gain sanity but lose other people's respect. <laughs> oh. Who's a good boy? Is that a stat on you? <laughs> no. Yeah, I have respect it too. Sorry. Hmm. All right. So, um, the. If you had intimidate, otherwise your intimidate starts lower. <laughs> uh, an announcement comes over the the public address system letting you know that the. The ship will be launching. Uh, this is in the morning. This is probably just before you would head out for breakfast. This is within uh, in, a, in approximately an hour and a half. The ship will be departing, mm. uh, and breakfast will be served late. Uh, if you wish to go out and bid farewell before as the as the ship leaves the harbor, you just wave a hanky, right? But usually, when ships like this leave, it's kind of like out of a big deal. There's usually like a bunch of people outside, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to take a last minute. And send a, a telegram to my my parents, family. Okay. And let them know I'm going on this grand trip to further my studies. Okay. And that I hope to see them before Christmas. Let me make a note of that real quick. I'm going to send a telegram to my brother. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. And I'm going to say I made the acquaintance of one, an interesting woman, Desdemona Berlotti? Beretti? Beretti. Mm-hmm. Bassetti? Bassetti. Bassetti. Sorry. Uh, if, he came, if he comes across her, I would uh, appreciate him looking towards her kindly. And that I will be in the old country for some time unknown. Very soon. Okay. I'm just writing these down. Mm-hmm. And you sent you sent some to colleagues. Yes. Okay. Okay. So they blast the horn, and you see people. You know. The, the 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 outer decks are packed with with people, and people are waving goodbye, and there's people on shore waving goodbye, and then the ship slowly starts heading east, and um, you have breakfast, and then uh, um, they're serving uh, a late lunch because of the the um, shooting exhi- ex- exhibition on the stern on the Lido deck or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's what it is now. Sure. Mm-hmm. Hang out with Gopher. Mm-hmm. I'd probably go early to get a good spot. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with him. Okay. Yeah. They have a bunch of uh, seating set up, like uh, uh, temporary chairs and, and and things on the deck, and then the deck above it as well. And you see, they have they they have uh, they've set up a, a rack with a there's a whole bunch of rifles set up and shotguns and uh, 
and it's sort of set up like a like a a display. It's not like here's just like we're just storing these. Areas. It's just like and there's like little plaques. This is a, a Winchester such and such da 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 da, and this is da 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 used to conquer the West. Da, 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 yeah. da, you know, those, those kinds of things, right. you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's like, almost like a little museum kind mm-hmm. of thing, and uh, you can see some of the guys from from. Uh, Pawnee Bill's table mm-hmm. are there, uh, and they're all all dressed up when they're with their fringe and their spurs and cowboy hats and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you don't see Pawnee and you don't see Desdemona yet. Okay, <clears throat> this is at like at probably eleven thirty. They're the openers, probably. Um, I want to I want to say that I uh, it, that morning I like, cleaned my guns. Okay, made sure that they're all. Nice work in order. Everything's there, and I probably have an outfit that, like, it's not like an old west costume, but it's like has hints of elements of that. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe I'm trying to decide if I'd wear that or if I'd wear like my like adventurer kind of outfit with like the pants that have the poofy sides. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think I'd probably go that way because I'd want to stand out. I wouldn't want to like look like one of the cast. Right. So I'm gonna wear, you know, my like adventurers thing that I wear with my breeches that have like the little poofy hip things and my riding boot or like adventuring boots and stuff like that. Okay. Pith helmet. Probably no. Okay. <laughs> Maybe one of those like uh, my hair is probably really stylish. One of those Smokey the Bear type of hats with like the, <laughs> the four little dimples. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think you have to grow a big mustache to wear one. Of those. Oh, yeah, you know, that is the law. Or be a bear. <laughs> yeah. Or, or just, be a bear. You know, yeah. be a bear. Or, if you're, or yeah. Well, or or a marine drill. Breaks a lot of rules. Yes. <laughs> I am a bear. I, can I mean, just don't all marine bur- bullsa- <laughs> Nobody drill tells sergeants have giant mustaches. Yeah, exactly. to you wear what you want. Like, as a matter of course, it comes with. It's a requirement. I basically I scope myself out of decent seat and I'm reading the paper as I wait. Okay. So they they uh, noon comes and and the, uh, the 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 guys that were out there before they all have you know appropriate names. Pecos something or right Tennessee something or yeah. other right. <laughs> Cincinnati something slim or something. Wyoming right. Willie exactly. Oh Wyoming yeah. Willie. <laughs> And they're doing. F- they're Sorry, they're I didn't f- say that to be like a thing to ruin you. Because that guy's, you know, that guy's just kind of dopey. Yeah. Like right. just, oh, Wyoming Willie. <laughs> okay. North Dakota Tex. Yeah. There you go. What? <laughs> that just really makes sense. It's like, what are you just throwing darts at an American map? Just <laughs> right. Probably. Yeah. But the, and they're and and they're doing uh, uh, fast draw. Mm, okay. Um. And they have they have a they have a, a target set up and they they they're, they're, it looks like they're set up like about like 25, 30, 30 yards from the stern and they have they've set up ropes but they have targets okay. uh, and like uh, like cans set on the edge of the stern That's cool. and they're they're firing at them quick drawn okay. and they do that for a little while and people are impressed and so they're pretty good at it. yes oh okay. yes they are <clears throat> and then one of them comes out. And, uh, and and it says, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce to you 
Pawnee Bill, and the, the, the crowd applauds, and he comes comes walking down the thing. <clears throat> and he's he's got a he's got a repeating rifle that he's kind of using as a walking stick, and it kind of looks like he needs it. Okay. Um, and he come he comes walking out, and he says he says, "Thank you for coming out. I appreciate it." And I would uh, like to announce that uh, normally I would uh, join in this exhibition, but uh, I'm getting a little old. And the crowd's like, oh, blah, 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 and then all that. And he says, about, but uh, I did last night find me a legacy in the trick-shooting world, and I would like to introduce her now. And her name is Doris Daniels, and she is the daughter of Deadly Dylan Daniels. Yes. <laughs> and then he then he then he proceeds to tell a story about about one of his trick shooting feats that he did when they were they were on the show together. So and they introduce you and, and, and he sees you and he sort of waves his hat and I can do that. And now ladies and gentlemen I would like to do introduce one of the finest shooters of Europe, born in Italy. And he takes his hat off and he throws it in the air. Thirty-one. Oh. And you hear you hear a rifle go off. Mm-hmm. You can't see where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. And the hat comes down and there's a bullet hole in it. And he looks at the bullet and puts his finger through it and he goes, and the crowd's like, oh, <laughs> that whole yeah. you know. Yeah. <clears throat> Desdemona Bassetti, was it Bassetti? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Desdemona Bassetti, and then she kind of comes out. A few takes her like a minute. Yeah. She, she was obviously somewhere, and she comes out, and uh, and they set up, and uh, the the, the uh, and then he announces that normally when you do skeet shooting, you use a shotgun mm-hmm. because skeets are very small. It's much easier to hit something with a shotgun, but how interesting would that be in a shooting competition amongst shooters of such caliber? Right. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, he offers a selection of rifles, or if you wish to use your own, mm-hmm. or if you would prefer to use a revolver. Uh, I'll use my own revolver. And Desdemona is using a, a Winchester repeating rifle, forty-four caliber. And then you begin, and then they, they set up, pull, and mm-hmm. you want to roll it out real quick? Yeah, that's right. All right. Yeah. So wait, I have a note here for my shooting. It says, add 10 to dex. Oh, that's 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 if, um, that's for uh, initiative if you get into combat. Oh, got it. Okay. Because guns are easier to yeah. attack with than yeah, anything that's else. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Oof. You missed? I rolled a 99. Oh. oh my god! <laughs> Damn it. So help me if you shoot me. <laughs> what the hell? I have a seventy. Come on, it didn't have to be this way. <laughs> I kind of, kind of want to give you a hug now. I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh, great. I don't think that's. I, I think. Oh yeah, when I'm using my Colt, a uh, malfunction is a hundred. Oh, I have to actually roll a one hundred to get a malfunction with the gun. Oh, fantastic! So uh, no one died. I just well, really embarrassed. 
Is that still what's your skill level? Seventy. That might still be a critical failure. I think it, it's, it's not a malfunction. It's not a malfunction, though. No. Yeah. Right. So your gun is still in working order. Yes, my hand is still intact. But the dog <gasps> is dead. <laughs> no! <laughs> no I was just trying to think of the worst possible outcome. No, that card is in play. We are not allowed to hurt dogs. No, he's honestly, I'd be a lot sadder if you saw the dog and you shot my character. He's <laughs> a, no, he's a good boy. He's a good he's boy. Very, he's and he's going to remain alive as long as he's a good boy. <laughs> I was going to say, Stu, I'd have to pass off the hat from the goat killing. Yeah. <laughs> if you just straight up killed the right. dog. <laughs> minutes after introducing it. No, 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 no. For those no. of you, that's an, a long ago callback to when I had a pet goat in our first traveler campaign. Somebody killed it. Somebody wasn't following orders. What? <laughs> what's your skill level? Seventy. That is not a critical failure. Okay. Yeah, hey. hundred is a critical failure. Okay. If your skill level is over fifty. Okay. So you just simply miss. Yeah. All right. I Unless miss. you want to spend an enormous amount of luck no, to bring I don't that roll do down. <laughs> No, thank you. Uh, Rumiger. Uh, she hit. Yeah, she hits okay. on a 20. Okay. <laughs> and it's going to be best out of five. Okay. I told you I was a bit out of practice. I'm taking different dice. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, 69. Yeah. Got that. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Could roll more ways than one. <laughs> Ten? Sixteen. Sixteen? Oh, yeah. She failed. But you both hit that time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not honestly expecting to (coughs) win this, because I haven't done trick shooting for a long time. I just don't want to completely humiliate myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Ninety-seven. Kimmy? <laughs> no, it's a seven. No, it's a, it's a yeah. seven. That's a seventy. Okay, that misses. <laughs> so we both missed yes. that time. Okay. So that was three each now. Yes. We, yeah. We okay. each got Shot three. Yeah. She's she's got the, she's got two and you got one. Eighteen. Ooh, okay. Nice hit. Forty-two. That will hit as well. Okay. So she's got three. Three, three and you've got two. 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 Yeah. This is the last one, right? Yeah. No. This is the fifth. No. It's the fourth. She's got three and she missed one. Yes, so that's four. That's four. So there's one more. This is the last one coming up. Yeah. Fourteen. Oh, yeah. Eighty-six. She misses, so it's three-three. What a show, ladies and gentlemen. What a show. I just needed to warm up a bit. Brush off the dust. I feel like there has to be a tiebreaker. There has to be a yeah. tiebreaker. I'm trying yeah. to figure out what what Pawnee Bill would want the tiebreaker to be. Good dice. Can we get a volunteer um, from the audience? Would <laughs> sacrifice their hat. <laughs> Throw it up in the air. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Bottle like of champagne that. from the dining room. Hmm? Bottle of champagne. champagne from the dining room. Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. There you go. But how do you know who hit it? It's a bottle of champagne each. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. They just yeah, there you go. Two different directions off the side. It's like one person going. Yeah. <laughs> like when girls start car races. There, okay. <laughs> Ready? All right. Ready. 
46. Four. Oh, oh. she nailed it. <laughs> we both hit them. Right. On a four, she might hit both of them. They <laughs> 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 feel like a. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But you both hit them. They okay. both explode. Yeah. She probably attempts to hit both of them, but you hit it anyway, so yeah. who knows? No one knows. Right, yeah. If she would have got it, I'm right. the only one who saw it. Mm. Right. <laughs> yeah, down the sights, you see, like, the yeah. bottle just spins slightly to the wrong direction. Yeah. Like, mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it breaks, and then the other piece shatters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, they still don't have a tiebreaker. <laughs> I feel we have to, uh, uh, like, a target this time. Whoever gets closest to Bullseye. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. A target held by Wild Bill. Oh, by, no. by, by, mm. by Pawnee, Pawnee Bill. Bill. Pawnee yep. Bill. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Oh, <laughs> crit this out. It'll be awesome. <laughs> comes out with a little stick with a target on it about that big. It's got a bunch of little concentric circles, and he holds it above his head. <laughs> and the crowd's like, oh. I'm and, the players, and the players are like, <laughs> okay, no, it, this is still Cthulhu. Okay. Actually, I'm going to walk up to Doris mm-hmm. real quick and like, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. I I'm not sure exactly how I can get out of it at this point. I look Doris in the eye and I'm like. I've seen you do amazing things under okay. pressure. Yes. You got this. Okay. Yes. I believe in you. I have this. You got this. I have this. Okay. You can do it! <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> she's gonna, you like, go first. Uh, she's going to go over like she's a, like she's like looking at the target and she's going to like just add a her, her finger mouth. puts it Are up you in sure the air. you want to do this, Pony Bill? I am a bit rusty still. I miss, we both missed a few shots there. He says very quietly, mm-hmm. "If um, you have any blanks on you, we can't make it. We can't make allowances." Well, I mean, I don't want. I just don't want to hurt you. I would also prefer not being shot. <laughs> <laughs> I would also I prefer. I thought your daddy would have told you about this from the show. Well, no, we <laughs> did that in the shows, but how are you supposed to break a bottle of champagne with a blank? Oh, no, this is... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... Hundred, hundred, hundred. <laughs> do you want to make a luck roll and see if you actually have a blank Let's on you? Let's do that first. Okay. <clears throat> see, yeah, okay. I don't know if I want to use this. I'm enthralled by the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seventy-six. Oh no, no, forty-five. Nope. You can very surreptitiously attempt to make one by just basically prying the bullet out of one of the rounds. That's not how blanks work. It is not how blanks work. Um, <laughs> it's to kill him, Mike. It's tell a real, you what. It's a real makeshift. It's a real makeshift blank. Yeah. Tell you what. I'll go for it. <coughs> I'm actually going to go while you're going up to talk to Bonnie mm-hmm. Bill. I'm going to go over and talk to Desdemona. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to, like, lean over. Like, that was a very, very impressive feat of showmanship. Oh, thank you. And this, will this also be such an impressive feat of showmanship? I think he's a fool for for having put this in the show. 
I do not suffer fools. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like that. Right. I like the cut of her jib. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I think Doris is too proud to like try and pull any shit right now. Okay, all right. So she's probably more worried about messing with the bullet because that'll make it more likely she's going to fuck up and shoot him, or shoot like backfire on herself. Yeah, like there's a million bad things that could happen. So yeah, she's going to go for it. Here you have to roll. Oh, I go okay. first. Yeah, no, at the same time. time. Yeah, it's one at a time. Play with guns. <laughs> oh my! Three. You got a three. I, I rolled a three. Like, okay. Right through the center of that target. I was real scared for a minute. Me too. Yeah. That three looked very. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, holy crap! <laughs> I did not do this. I did not call upon the gods. <laughs> that was a real thing. That is a thing that happened. Ninety-seven. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, What's is that a one? No, that's a ninety-seven. Let me see. Let me check that w- that weapon real quick. <laughs> well, she has above a fifty, right? I was talking about no. The but, well, the, the, the gun. The gu- well, the, she, the gun may misfire. Oh, okay. Yeah, the guns she's, have she's, different. She's, she's using a Winchester. Less like my carbine, its malfunction is at ninety-eight, even though so it's different. Mm. I can't believe I rolled. That was fantastic. Awesome. I told you you had this. I told you you got it. You got it. Dice know what should happen. The dice know the best story to tell. The drama. Yeah. It's very good. I need a shirt that says that something like, like the dice know how the story goes. Okay. The malfunction's on a 98 and I rolled a 97, so the gun doesn't malfunction, okay, but it's good. not going to be a critical failure anyway. Yeah. So she simply misses okay. the target. Okay. <clears throat> and, and not in the direction of well, it's probably like right here. Yeah, <laughs> like Barely right next his by head. his head. Yeah, there her there. He's got a new haircut. The angriest <laughs> bee. <laughs> right. And, and 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 everyone stops for a second. And of course, every time the target's hit, he oh, he does this sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> dramatic. And and he does does that again, and then he kind of looks at her, <laughs> and he holds up the target for everyone to see, and there's still only the one hole right in the very very center. <clears throat> and then and then he takes off takes off his hat again, and he says, "Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of this shooting expedition, Doris Daniels." And he and he brings you up to the front. Oh, I'm so humble. I can't believe I won. Stand up, applaud. And then he he sort of raises your hand up, and he says, he says, "I have not seen this kind of shooting." Since your father, I must say the apple does not fall far from the tree. Aww. Well, it is with his gun that I won this competition, so it is rightfully so. That is a remarkable and wonderful fact to share. I appreciate it, madam. And then he, and then he says good says goodbye, and everyone enjoy your lunch and and come and see the show. They'll be playing in Man- in uh, Manchester um, two days after. Their arrival in Liverpool, nice. and uh, and have a good day, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then, he, of course, thanks you personally again, yeah. quietly, like yeah. he, like shakes your hand and yeah. I appreciate it. Thank well, you. Thank you. It was very nice to be on stage again. I'm very glad you were not injured. And thank you for not missing. <laughs> <laughs> and his hand is shaking a little. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you mark your firearm skill. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you got yeah. You got a check mark there. Mm-hmm. Check that. I totally want to talk to you about learning how to shoot better. Okay. I'm, I I didn't know any of that. Mm-hmm. There are actually rules for teaching people skills. There are Ooh. yes. I I don't know what they are offhand, but they yeah. 
No, well, it's, I think play right it's a thing. Yeah, they need to make a skill roll and then you make a follow-up thing. I mean, we're on a boat that has a make sure right. shooting I mean, that's something right. we could totally do mm-hmm. for a while. While we're Bored as fuck for four days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're out of port now, though, so it's... Who wants to take me out Spending that <laughs> time sidling up to a bottle of scotch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By lunchtime, definitely. You're, you've passed well past the three-mile limit. In fact, they probably ring a bell or something yeah. when you pass the three-mile limit. They did do that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the casino is now open. Right. So is there anything anyone wants to do during these four days? Because, Or if, uh, if anyone you want to talk to or anything like that. Otherwise, I'll just fast forward to Liverpool. Hmm. Practice shooting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, they, they probably have arranged, and you could do the same thing, they probably have arranged to teach people who want to learn to shoot. That's probably yeah. one of the things they're doing to sort of pay their way across. Yeah. I am going to continue to attempt to like get a likeness down of that woman in yellow mm. for my okay. dream. You can make another roll. Mm-hmm. Still with a bonus. Hopefully a better one. Do we have more dreams? Uh, I got a oh, 10! Oh, yeah. Yes, so did. I finally get it. Okay. Yeah, you nailed the picture. The uh, n- not like that. You have normal, ordinary dreams, okay. but not like that. Um, on the beginning of the third di- third day, early in the morning, um, all of you kind of wake up with like a shiver, as it, like you. The dreams you have may be very different, but falling into the water. Uh, Waking up, or like, 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 like you're in a dream and you wake up and you're like laying in snow, but you have a, 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 a dream. So almost sonar simultaneously waking up at the same time of being extremely cold. I mean, I knew that England would be the weather would be slightly different, but. Do you have an extra blanket? Do you think you could ring for them to light the fire? Sure, of course. Uh, I mean, we are out on the open ocean as well. The winds can be quite brutal here. Ring for okay. someone to come and bring the fire up. And I mean, okay. not that I'm unaccustomed to cold. I mean, New York does get its fair share. Indeed. Um... Yeah, I actually also ring for some extra blankets. Mm-hmm. I feel like we would have like kind of like touched base too, especially after a shared dream. Like, yeah, what we dreaming about? Or we dreaming about anything? Daily dream meeting. You know, just that. Just I was just so cold. Oh, all right. Well, at least we weren't sharing our dreams again. <laughs> I mean, unless no. I... I mean, I hardly think dreaming of being cold and then waking up cold counts. Yeah, I think actually what would be cool is if uh, both the porters showed up with like blankets and to do stuff like at the same time and our doors sort of open and we're like, you're getting blankets? Yeah. That probably does happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a good suggestion. <laughs> hmm. I'm just going to have a nice shower. Be ready that, for the day. That Atlantic air. Yeah, no, um, I was... Could you also... Just talking to one of the quarters. Could you also bring me up a, a pot of tea if you don't mind? 
Oh, yes, Terrible. of course. Thank you. The name. They also bring blankets to you. Mm. All right. Let's not go closer to dirt. Oh, good boy. Such a good boy. Is he sleeping on the bed? Or is he sleeping on the foot of the bed? No, he's sleeping on the bed. Okay. Because he's a good boy. How could you deny? How could you deny that good boy? See, in real life, my dogs do not sleep on the bed. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. But in games, I can sleep on the bed. Yeah, you don't have to deal with dog hair in your in comforter. Yeah, right? That's <laughs> hilarious, because, like, my cat and I literally spooned. Oh. Yeah, sometimes I wake up and my cat's, like, on my face. Yeah. Asleep. I went to bed once with my door open, which was a mistake, because Baloo took it as an invitation, because he used to sleep on the bed, his previous owner. Mm-hmm. So I hear this grump, 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 grump. Mm-hmm. And, like... A dozen elbows descend on me at once. <laughs> he like literally jumped on top of me. Oh. <laughs> so good. And then he flips over into the <laughs> Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, I had to wash my comforter that morning. Yeah. Brina <laughs> likes to like sh- we're either like she'll come up and like smooth and like butt her head up against under my chin, or she'll lay facing me, mm. in which case I will wake up. When she decides she needs to stretch her arm out, <laughs> which means her claws are either on my mouth or my elbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've had similar experiences. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, and then what time is it? Uh, it's. It, uh, it matter. We're, we're well trained by horror movies to decide <laughs> that the time you have a nightmare is. Very important. Yeah. Well, I was curious in the first instance if, if it was the same. If it was yeah. exactly the same every time. Right. No, I'm curious if it's like a progression, like a countdown. Oh, yeah. Good point. Is it relative to the time to look it up that take that takes this long, and I guess it's not important. But <laughs> maybe it is. <laughs> maybe. maybe he's just scared of getting it wrong. Yeah. Uh, it is 11:40 p.m. Oh, okay. Oh. Early in the evening. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to go back to sleep. Yeah. And the the porters also seem very busy. So wait, I'm sorry. Is this the night of the third day then, or is this the night of this the second day? This is probably, day? probably the night of the second night. day. Yeah. <coughs> okay, yes. night of the second yes. day on sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've had one night at sea, and now we have the second night at sea. Yeah. So it's Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. When you wake up, it will be Monday. Somewhere south of Greenland. Right. They're very busy. Okay, interesting. They have like land. They have that cool like wood carved map. Mm-hmm. Like the guy comes out with a mm-hmm. stick and like moves the right. ship along. Aww. That's cool. I didn't think about that. Okay. Well, they didn't have digital screens to show you that. They actually yeah. had to make stuff. Um, I'm gonna just kind of make note that the porters seem super busy. Okay. And yeah, definitely go back to bed. Okay. Oh yeah, full on. All right. Um, anything else anyone wants to do, or do, or should we fast forward? I'm cool with fast forward. Yeah. I'm fine to fast okay. forward if we could look up in between sessions, maybe the, mm-hmm. the how to learn a skill from somebody else. Okay. Yeah, we can totally do that. Okay. And then uh, you arrive in uh, the Liverpool waterfront. The horn is as the as the ship comes in and. And for some reason, there's a whole crowd of people waving as you're on the dock as you are coming up. So this would be Monday. Well, no, this is probably 
So if we took so we took sale on the second, so the second is one day, third is two, fourth is three, and fifth is four. So we would be June sixth now. Yeah, let's say June sixth uh, in the evening or late afternoon. And my mouse just disappeared. The amount of like effort I put into having accurate dating in my journal is. Helpful though. Gygaxian. Gygaxian. It's the only thing that makes us a meaningful campaign. Yeah. <coughs> is that accurate time records are kept? It is actually, in this particular instance, it it's is. very yeah. helpful. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's some campaigns, I'm like, who cares? But this one, it matters. Okay. So, there, they, there's uh, uh, the, the train station is nearby. You can uh, get a car or. A, a cab to take you. They probably have a shuttle. They probably have some sort of shuttle services that, as, as well, because it's probably pretty common. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- this is the big port that people come in. Mm-hmm. A bus. Oh yeah, it's exciting. I've never been on a bus. Well, like so cars. one of those two is one cool. of those double decker buses. They those actually exist. Uh. I don't know if they have those outside of London, do they? Not a clue. I have no idea. I was assuming just (coughs) like a slightly inflated ambulance. Right. (laughs) So you probably all made arrangements. Yeah. yeah. Ahead of time. So uh, I'm going to say that we're going to, you get on the train headed uh, from Liverpool, Manchester to to London, and let's go ahead and end it. There. Okay. Mm, sounds great. Okay. There's some birds in Liverpool. This was a really good. And we session. boarded a you bus. Like it? Did we board a bus or a train? A pr- probably a bus to the train station. Yeah. To Liverpool train station. <coughs> and it's like it, today, it's only like a four and a half hour train ride from Liverpool to Manchester to London. So I'm imagining in 1923, it's probably like an eight or ten hour. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that. Because the train that's operated now is operated by Virgin. Yeah, but it's not significantly faster. Oh, so it's probably about the same same I mean, time. Maybe a little bit. I mean, bit, maybe six. Let's say six hours yeah, instead of yeah. like because they haven't train speeds haven't increased all that much, but they run more frequently and okay. they're slightly more efficient. Mm-hmm. But like, it's not like trains suddenly go three times as fast. We're talking about bullet fast. trains, which is not even a right. thing that we're discussing. I mean, no. In general, most places it's the same tracks. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So they're yeah, your trains like we're limited by the miles. arc of the train tracks. Right. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Well, well thank you. Thank you for joining us for session six. And next in two weeks, we'll be playing session seven. Yeah. Of Murmurs at the Abyss. In two, weeks. two weeks. Two weeks. I am with you. And next week. Next week we'll talk. Uh, I don't know yet. Never mind. I don't know. Um, check out excited. Yeah, check out happyjacks.org slash schedule. We always update the schedule there yep. so you know what's happening. Something canceled, we pull it. If something's going to start at a different time, we put it up there. So all the upcoming games will be there. Yay! Yay. And if y'all haven't yet, check out the brand new One Shot Saturdays. Yes. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. This has been going very well. They're very exciting. They're um, fun. Yeah, so if you don't have time to... Add a new campaign to your buffet of campaigns. You can 
But you want to see people have right. goofy one day fun. Yes, right. they're like four to six hours long one shots. Very fun. They're literally waving their hands in the air like they really don't care. Yes. Black <laughs> <laughs> right. unto Kermit the Frog. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much, and we'll see you see next you time. Bye. Bye. Shadows lengthen in Carcosa. Strange is the night where black stars rise. Strange moves circle through the skies, but stranger still is lost Carcosa. Song of my soul, my voice is dead. of the Angry Folk Media Empire. Bum, 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 bum.